Attention! The movie guys love movies. Any comments about how people are a bit too quick to be abnormally angry are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right? Whoa, 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 whoa. I'll tell you what isn't right. Apple Big Brothering me a new U2 album for free? How dare they? How dare they? What do you want, to thank you? And he's down with the ice bucket challenge. We're having a drought. How dare you? And Affleck is Batman. I will kill everybody if they actually release this movie. And there's no singing in the Into the Woods trailer. There's no singing! I've got to get out of here. Oh, down. Get a hold of yourself. Stewardess, please, let me handle this. I've got to get out of here. Calm down. Now get back to your seat. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Wait a minute, I don't think I have the U2 album. Did you download the new iTunes? Oh, oh. Yeah. no. Is or the necessary? new OS? I think they just stick it on your phone, don't they? How are yeah. they scamming you with this? It's we have to have it on the iCloud. It's in the cloud. It's yeah. automatically in the cloud. Right. So and how then you just, if you want to, yeah. download it onto your phone. If no, not, I, you can listen no, to it in the cloud. No, I think it's on cloud. your phone, people have Because you can listen to it on the cloud. If you no, I thought you had to download either a new OS or a new app of some sort. I was all caught up, so mine must be automatically up. Yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a button or a, a, a thing you can click on that you agree to something, and then that's why it comes on automatically on your iTunes. But if you uh, haven't clicked that button, that's why you don't have it. I don't think oh. I have yeah. it. How would I know? Would it be under album? So, like, we'll give you stuff, but we're not going to force it on you. There might be a music podcast where we can cover all this. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hi. Well, that's <laughs> the music guys. After this. But this <laughs> is the movie showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guys empire. You know, some people play hard to get. I play hard to want. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, Bix. Bix? Bix. Did you Bic flick it? razors. Flick Special guests <laughs> They just more. show up for free in your shower. As we broadcast from the Admirals Club, where that hum you hear is the air conditioning. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show from us every week. Basically, search The Movie Guys or The Movie Showcast anywhere on the World Wide Webs and Googles, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and of course, themovieguys.net, absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe wherever you can, and if you do, still, no charge. You can find our showcasts like the one you're listening to on a couple of internet radio stations as well, including WBAD.net, Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern, and JonasMountRadio.com, Thursdays at 6. Who, last I looked, are also not charging. Huh. I'm your host for the hardest-working podcast on the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Lee Caius and Karen Volpe. And later in the show, we'll be joined by this week's guest, one of the great improvisers to come out of the Second City scene, currently performing, where you can catch them with Beer Shark Mice and an accomplished actor who's a appeared on some of the biggest TV shows out there, including Friends, Seinfeld, The Drew Carey Show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and more, as well as films like It's Complicated and I Love You, Beth Cooper, Pat Finn. Yeah! Pat Finn. That is just a small piece of the stuff he's done. We have a string of Irishmen. Yeah. Didn't, uh, Pat, nope. wasn't Pat Gardner? Pete Gardner? Pete Gardner. Is he Irish? I thought he was. I don't know. He wasn't oh. Italian. No. Oh. He was wearing green. <laughs> so how would we know? Oh. Also, Adam is out this week. He went to the wedding of a friend of the show, Kate James. So, happiness to Kate. Couldn't talk her out of it. I mean, congratulations. Congratulations, Kate. But speaking of special guests, one of our former guests takes up the Adam chair as John Roca joins us for the whole show. Hello, everybody. John, whatever happens, this is a great intro, but whatever happens... When the show's over, don't let me thank you for being here and appearing on the don't show. Don't forget oh, it's not necessary. Me. Okay, it's, oh, oh, good. Am I off the hook? Now. You can thank me now. Okay, good. <laughs> you don't have to thank me at the end. Outstanding. No, no. Let's we'll focus on Pat Finn at the end. Yeah, you know, right, he right. might just fit in so much you figured he's there. Right. That's, <laughs> that's another way. Uh, John's going to help us preview what's coming up this weekend in theaters, because that's what we do. Oh, wow. 
This includes another chapter in the long-running saga, Liam Neeson Can't Catch a Goddamn Break, with a walk in the tombstones. And then, is it a movie, or is it a call to action for Janae Rice? This is where I leave you. But first... What's through there? You guys can't just keep me here. I can't let you leave. Why won't you tell me what's out there? That's the maze. Ooh, yes, the Maze Runner. A walk among the tombstones, and this is where I leave you. That's this this, uh, this week at the movies. You can run, walk, or leave. Those are your choices. <laughs> I will be doing all of those. Right when I said it was like man month, and we had Idris Elba and Liam yes. Neeson, here come a bunch of kids jumping around a, a yeah. labyrinth. And you know what's funny? I would rather see them do it. I want to see Idris Elba and Liam Neeson and some other adult jump yeah, on that maze. We have jumped ahead of the demographic mm -hmm. of this movie. I just can't believe how many books I am not aware of. Yeah. Right. Yeah, every time they're a movie, I'm like, Whoa. We've crossed an age we don't go backwards. Like, yeah. you don't go back and read the young adult stuff or the 20-year-olds. Mm -hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't appeal to us. I but remember the first day it was, a, it was a genre in the Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Barnes & Noble for the kids out there was a bookstore <laughs> that contained uh, paper-bound well, no, books. No, clearly they know this. Where are They're kids? the ones getting the books. The ones the books. Where yeah. are the kids getting these books? Oh, the kids. Kindle. The damn oh, kids. Dang they, it. I mean, are these all on the Kindles? Yeah, sure. You know why the kids are doing the book reading is because they're annoying if they don't have anything to do. So when the parents are driving in the car or else eating at a restaurant, they just take the electric thing and put it in front of the kids and say, right. read that shit. Why don't they just put like a, a bookshelf in the back of the Escalade instead of screens in the headrests? <laughs> the kids are like, wow, look at this new technology. It's a thing it's that a holds a book. book. It's like a magazine rack at the dentist you office. You know, on my iPhone, there's a little app that looks like a book. Bookshelf yeah, that has exactly. phone <laughs> phone slash books in it. That that is the snake eating, yeah. eating its tail, isn't it? When when somebody has their iPhone set to ring like an old timey bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, have a we phone. really mm -hmm. folded in on ourselves that way? Yeah. Here's a digital version of a thing that already existed. Yeah. Bringing I saw a girl walking down the street. It was the greatest thing. She had her iPhone, and she had this uh, earpiece that came out of the top. Went up into a regular full size handheld old timey phone. So she was able to hold the receiver and she walked down the busy street and she was talking. It was a pink one like you would get on a phone, an actual phone. <laughs> so it, it and fit it her hooked big into receiver. the top. It that was a big receiver. Brilliant. And she was just walking and talking and I went, there you go. That and I bet hilarious. she could hear fine and I bet they could hear her. Right. Yep. Now that everyone under 30 has turned off the show, yes. <laughs> we can move forward, I guess. Uh, oh, I should mention, speaking of uh, <clears throat> under 30, though, we have uh, joined for the first time in studio, uh, Kristen Stewart Ooh. Standee. Yay! We have a standee. For those of you watching the YouTube version of the show, Kristen Stewart's standee is here. And she's uh, just as skinny as the real thing, I yep, believe. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> she snuck up on me that's there, a young. That's a Twilight one. That's like first Twilight, right? That's like, oh, wait. You know how many creepy men are laying in bed with that thing? You know what's happened. Uh, not this one. Well, well, it definitely has happened. Yeah, yeah, and no, not with the one we have in the studio. That's creepy. <laughs> no, 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 just saying. Wait, listen closely. She's saying something. I'm, I'm late. My period's late. No, that's that's a later Twilight <laughs> movie, I what? guess. I, that's not what I would say if I was, was addressing the Admiral's <laughs> Club for the first time, no. but that's what she chose to say. Wait, wait, listen, quietly. I don't mind coconuts. <laughs> oh, she likes coconuts. So you write I don't that mind down. coconuts. So you guys with the flat uh, Kristen Stewart in your bed, bring coconuts. She likes coconuts. She doesn't mind them. 
Oh, and just for fun, remember when we strung together, or we didn't do it, but we played it because some guy in line had more time than we did. All the times Colin Firth stuttered in the yes, King's I like that. Mm -hmm. oh. Apparently, one of Kristen Stewart's strong acting assets is her ability to like breathe in and sigh and mouth breathe, and sure. yeah, and someone strung all of those together. Uh, <laughs> oh, some of her best work. Oh my God! And those aren't porns. I feel like she's asthmatic. Help her. Somebody help her. Right. She needs an inhaler. Oh, there's that. She trapped under something heavy? Oh, I don't think Kristen liked that. What did you say, Kristen? I think that it's fairly rare when you find a female protagonist that is not sort of just doing a lame interpretation of a, like, like impression of a, of a guy. Oh, defending herself. Oh, well, very articulate go. point there. Mm. Okay. Well, you can stick around then. I, I did like okay. that. All right. Uh, She's far more eloquent than I thought. Yes. Uh, given yeah. her almost two-dimensional. Uh, it's lifelike, uh, as you I, would find her. Sexy. Very all right. Sexy. Well, one thing all of this week's releases have in common is that they are adapted from novels, making this our first ever three film based on a book week. There you go. There you go. It's... Oh yes. I was clapping too hard. You have to clap the hard part of your. And very lightly. Hollywood thinks it's pretty smart. Let's see how it does. <laughs> Our first film, based on a book, sounds like Liam Neeson taking a stroll through the frozen pizza aisle. Ooh. But it's actually a hard-boiled thriller. A walk among the tombstones. Terrible. Lee, let's talk about it. Oh, that other music made me feel smarter, Paul. This is... <laughs> I know. Okay. Now I feel dopey again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like black people? Well... Then try the equalizer with Liam Neeson. <laughs> Now, if you don't recognize the title, that's because the working name was changed from some slightly less morose titles like A Stroll Amongst the Concentration Camps and A Sachet Betwixt the Amputees. Private, uh, private investigator Matthew Scudder is hired by a drug kingpin to find out who kidnapped his wife, starring Liam Neeson. Paul, I submit to you that this may be the most complete movie description ever offered. Every question you may have about this movie is answered in that description. Who's in it? Liam Neeson. What's it about? Liam Neeson kicking ass. See, everything you want to know is right there. There you go. Yeah. Now, with a serial killer's unrelenting search to track down a murderer woman, this movie looks to be as dark as its title. But just remember, every time the Daily News gets you down, remember no Liam Neeson movie could exist without all this bad news. Now, it is important to keep clear the distinction here that Liam Neeson is an ex-cop turned private investigator. Nice. Actually, I'm sorry, Lee. No, it's not that oh. kind of private oh. investigator. Sorry. It's this kind of private investigator. Senior private detective. Unlicensed. I do favors for people. In return, they give me gifts. Ah, that kind of private investigator. Yes. Let me see if the movie can successfully explain the difference between a private investigator and a cop. Why aren't you a cop no more? You see, one shot, well, the bullet took a bad hop. I get it, movie. Kill someone as a police officer, feel guilty about it because you were on duty. Kill someone as a private investigator, no big thing as there's no threat to job security. <laughs> Thanks, movie! <laughs> it's all about the pension. Yeah. Now, Paul, if you listen carefully to the trailer, there's actually a voice cameo by Vin Diesel. Oh. 
people are afraid of all the wrong things. Oh, yeah. that guy does kind of growl, doesn't he? The only reason to stay wasn't hiding. That's the deal. Take it or leave it. Yeah. 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 Oh, and huzzah! Yes. We have a new sound effect to induct Ooh. into the Hall of Blong, named after the Transformers <laughs> franchise. What? Let's listen to uh, Blong for a second here, shall we? All remember Blong? Oh. He's a classic. That was Battleship yeah. Blong. Here's Transformers Blong. He did change it up there. He's rangy. Yeah. And then here, uh, you remember, of course, Remember that one? Oh, Burr. There it goes. <laughs> Uh, well, this summer we got the new trailer uh, sound from Transformers Age of Extinction when we got... And yes, so Paul, Dinobots. amongst all those greats, please welcome to the Hall of Buong, a popular sound in the trailer for A Walk Among the Tombstones. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> That's See, good. blending the subtlety of a zipper with the intensity of a lawnmower <laughs> about to start <laughs> makes the perfect addition to any cre creepy movie trailer. Congratulations! Oh. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, this is great. Now, between Idris Elba last week and Neeson, again, I have to reiterate, we've entered the time of year when real men put out movies. I mean, Neeson's a man. He does grown man things. Yeah, I'm a grown man. I do grown man things. <laughs> I love that. Let's listen to one more clip. I was off duty one day in this bar in Washington Heights. The cops didn't have to pay for their drinks. And with one <laughs> sentence, Liam Neeson shatters every belief I've ever had about police officers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're hanging out in the bar where they don't have to pay for their drinks. Yeah. Well, I don't think they have to pay for their donuts either, right? Uh, probably not. Yeah, that's, so they're all hammered. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Thanks, movies. I'm learning a lot from the movies this from week. From the movies, yeah. You know, here's one thing I learned from this um, preview is that what would be fun is you take your iPhone and put on the ring from the Rockford Files because it has the old-timey ring, oh, and then it goes, go. I can't come to the phone right now. That'd be a great <sighs> ring, right? I love that idea. I know. Thank you. What I love about uh, this movie with Liam Neeson is that uh, this is a movie with Liam Neeson in which somebody gets taken. See what I did there? Hey, well, I loved what you did there. Because he made yeah. two of those. It's a good which, connection. Yeah. This is a Scott Frank movie. Now, if you follow Scott Frank at all, uh, he wrote <laughs> Get Shorty. Uh -huh. He wrote Out of Sight. Out of sight. I think I follow Paul Frank. So he's got he has the, cute little socks yeah. and monkeys. So he's got these uh, hard-as-nails dramas, and I think Neeson's right for this kind of thing. Right. If he oh, stops screwing great. around with right. his non-stops and all that. That's right for this kind of drama. Right. Yeah. I love it, John. That's great. Right. If you're taking my wife, you're taking my friend's wife. Yeah. Tell us to watch the movie, uh, the movie guys. <laughs> uh, this is Liam. This is Liam Neeson. Tell you to watch the movie guys. That's nice. Thank I, you. I've contracted AIDS. <laughs> I've contracted <laughs> from an <laughs> African prostitute. She was riddled with it. She was riddled with it. <laughs> she was riddled with it. So then her body was the that only was way. Great. She, there's a bunch of wolves out there. Do you think he'd take, he take? He like when they say, "We got a script for you, Liam." Do I take a phone call in it? <laughs> like, I think that's probably a... He only reads, like, the first ten pages, and he's looking, to scanning. He's just scanning winds, a phone. There's no direction for phone, no. All right, so here's a book. Yes. Not young adult book. Thank goodness. But have you heard of it? No. Yeah. I don't fly a lot, though. Not young. Okay, yeah, no. Not young adult. I no. never heard of Jack Reacher, and that knocked my socks off. So yeah. I've, you know that's what? That's not called that. 
Huh? Yeah. That wasn't called that. That was called like one shot or oh. something. Oh. Yeah. You know what? I yeah. just realized what the deal is. Maybe in LA we don't hear of a lot of these books. One, because we're in LA. Two, we don't go on public transportation. When I lived in Chicago, I read a lot more books. It's a good point. Because I was on the train and well. you can't like listen, you can't even use your phone a lot of times if you go underground. So people read the paper or they actually read a book. But I would counter and say mm-hmm. we lay on the beach a lot. So there's you might. <laughs> Have you tried to read at the beach? I'm pale. Yeah, I read it's tough all the time. Oh, really? really? I oh. think that's too bright. You have an bright. umbrella? Oh no. You have an umbrella? Of course I have. Yeah, you got yeah, Of course. I burn quickly. I'm Latino. It's uh, you have half perfect an hour. skin. Are you kidding? I'm <laughs> half an hour pale. inside, and then you're after that you're burnt. So yeah. And I, but I haven't read this. I get to a book oh. like once a year. Oh, I've movie seen guy. him. You know. Interesting. I've seen them on people's <laughs> shelves and homes. So L.A. You're so L.A. Lee. Listen, watching all these movies that I watch, rule number one is a kidnapper. If you call the victim's family and Liam Neeson answers, <laughs> just hang up. <laughs> it's a problem with these guys. They, they keep talking to him. <laughs> I understand we have a new player in the game. Yeah, damn straight there's a new player <laughs> in the game. His name is Liam Neeson. Hang up. We've heard this before. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know what you want. You see, this is look. The reason the wolves did so well in the gray is that they didn't call ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, nothing good ever happens when Liam Neeson gets on the phone. Hello, little Tonys. Pick up for delivery. Look, I don't know who you are. Uh, this is little Tony. I don't know what you want. Well, I'd like you to try our two large pizza special. If you're looking to kidnap my daughter, I can tell you I have no money. I didn't kidnap your daughter. I've got two pizzas for $16.99. Do you have $16.99? What I do have is a particular hunger for cheese and sauce. Well, then you've come to the right place. And two toppings are included. A hunger I've acquired during a very long football pregame show. Okay, I got a lot of calls. So what toppings do you want on the pizzas? I have a hunger for pepperoni that makes me a nightmare for people like you. So is that double pepperoni? Because we've got meat lovers. You know, I can give you two of those for $16.99. No, I want you to listen very close. I have an allergy to sausage, an allergy that makes it a nightmare for my acid reflux. Okay, so just double pepperoni. If you send a double pepperoni and black olives to 1498 Cross Canyon Road now, that'll be the end of it. Okay, but that's an extra topping. I will not look for a better deal. I will not pursue a better deal. I, I, I gotta charge you for the extra topping. But if you don't, I will call Papa John's. I will find the extra pepperoni I seek. And I will eat the shit out of it. Well, with the extra <laughs> topping, it only comes to nineteen ninety nine, and that's still for two pizzas. And I will kill you. Oh, right. I'm just trying to make a living here, okay? I don't need threats. Where is my daughter? Yeah, look, I didn't kidnap your daughter. It's her shift. She's just working her shift. Give me a break and stop calling. Put her on the phone. Hi, Dad. I need you to listen very carefully. Here's what's going to happen next. You're going to ask for Easter off. I had to pick Easter or Good Friday. I'm on the schedule. Uh, excuse me. Hey, buddy, we've got a lot of calls here. I can't give all of my employees the holiday off. Her grandmother is very sick. If you give her Easter off, that'll be the end of it. Hey, you've got to ask for it in advance. You know what? I'm I'm hanging up. Rotary <laughs> phone. Right? Citibank. Look, I don't know who you are, but what I need is a particular line of credit. If you give me checking plus with overdraft protection, that'll be the end of it. Orders a pizza. day in the life yeah, of. Yeah, I love that he's just ready to make phone calls. He's like, all right, you it's know, thing. He, I don't really know phone numbers anymore, but Liam Neeson does. He's using a rotary oh, phone. Yeah. He's got that shit memorized. Even oh, on yeah. the plane and nonstop, he's texting. He's <laughs> old school. Get oh, off right. the phone. He's playing for the, the big plan up there. I mean, it's tough to get service. All right, next up, it's time to play. Is it a movie? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yay! 
Welcome to Is It a Movie, where this week we look at the Maze Runner and ask the vital questions and see if it has checked off everything on the Hollywood blockbuster checklist. Good. Here we go. Is it set in a post-apocalyptic time? Oh, there you go. Are teens in jeopardy of being killed? Oh, there you go. And is it based on a book? Well, of course it is. As based on a book, week continues. All right, Karen, let's uh, preview the Maze Runner. Here we go. Tired of adapting complex video games, the producers of the Maze Runner have gone back to life's original video game, Getting Lost. The Maze Runner is adapted from the big boy placement activity. This is just the beginning for adaptations of simple activities. Coming soon, Word Find. The story of 12 teens in a life-or-death struggle to find out if deflegionate is a word or not. (laughs) And Sudoku. The story of one divorced uncle trying to eat up time in a dentist's waiting room. <laughs> but what's the plot of the Maze Runner? A bunch of people are stuck in a maze, they climb to the top, and they get out that way. The end. No, wait, wait, there's hmm? more to it than that. A young man named Thomas is deposited in a community of boys. Jealous. After his memory is erased. Well, he's young, it shouldn't take that long. But the erasers conveniently leave in the memories of how to breathe, panic, and run. It's a movie, isn't it? (laughs) He soon learns that they are all trapped in a maze that will require him to join forces with the other runners if he ever hopes to escape. See, now this plot description doesn't tell you anything. No? Does Liam Neeson star in it? Does he kick ass? I have a feeling none of these questions are going to be answered the way I would like. (laughs) Reading just the first three of the 27 paragraphs Wikipedia has explaining the plot to this book makes you glad they turned it into a movie. It should be noted, however, that the Wikipedia entry for the film version has only one paragraph describing the plot. Once again, movies win. Take that, books. <laughs> I do know this. Between The Hunger Games, The Giver, Divergent, and now The Maze Runner, the future hates teenagers. <laughs> right? Is this how teens see the world? It used to be that all adults wanted to do was stifle a kid's creativity, individuality, mm-hmm. and desire to express themselves. But apparently outlawing dancing wasn't working. <laughs> so now we've decided to just kill them. Absolutely. In 1985, these kids would have just ended up in detention, flirting with each other and smoking pot. Now there's danger. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we got something even like this, Granny. All right, calm, 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 calm. No, okay. Why won't you tell me what's out there? I'm trying to protect you, man. But I love good. it already. You guys can't just keep me here. I can't let you leave. This movie Why I want not? to see. This is way better. <laughs> right, that. The film stars a host of actors with names that sound like poets, including Dylan O'Brien, John Langston, <laughs> Dexter Darden, <laughs> and true. Will Poulter, who doesn't look like Matt Damon, but looks like Jesse Plemons, who does, <laughs> and, <laughs> and whom we've called nice. fake Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. So it's safe to say the Maze Runner stars fake, fake Matt Damon. <laughs> The film also co-stars Caius Glodaria in the Kristen Stewart role. Uh, please, get out of here. I mean, know what I'm doing. <laughs> this, is based, this is based on the best-selling novel by James Dashner. The screenplay for the film was written by Noah Oppenheim, Grant Pierce Meyer, and T.S. Nowlin. So, let's see, that's one, two, three writers to write something that's already been written. Well, you've been warned. There you go. That's... Mm-hmm. That's going to be your box office winner, though. Proof as we might. Liam's, Liam will come strong, but I think these Maze Runner kids will probably win, right? i got to write one of these best-selling books. Absolutely. That seems to right. be step one. 
Right. Step one is write a best-selling book. Yeah, and then it's all cake after that. How long is your plan? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think part of, um, this is just me guessing, but part of the reason Maze Runner and movies like that do better uh, is because adults have jobs. Mm. Please to explain. Well, adults go to work for most of the day, and teenagers (laughs) don't have anything to do. So they go to school and then go to, like, band practice and then go to the movies and their parents are like, just get the hell out of the house, go to another movie. I've said this before about the movie, guys. One of the joys of it is we preview every movie that comes out. Right. But we only see the ones we want. The Liam Neeson oh. So movie. we'll talk about everything. But, you know, when it comes down to, do we have to go and see? <laughs> right. This, Let's uh, put that, John you know? in charge of Maze Runner because oh. he went to see I, Frankenstein. But, the, but I'm going to counter you on that. What? This is the week I want to see everything. I'd see the Maze Runner. Really? I would if you I kept the playing. Oct- I saw the don't, Octagon. <laughs> don't you forget Norris, about me. Same shit. Bunch uh, of people running through a maze. But Chuck Norris. <laughs> yeah. That makes it better. Not as good as any of these kids, I can guarantee you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're going to make any kind of t-shirts based on any sayings from any of these kids like they did for Chuck Norris. No. That's they're, true. They're lost there. And what, was that, what was that review you Dylan had? Dylan O'Brien is so tough, he pushes the world away from him. When he <laughs> That's not going to happen. What's what? No, you were saying what's the, what? a bunch of kids running around? Well, good for them. They need the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, dad's, my dad's for a movie review. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I want to just kind of peel back the curtain here. We have some yes. bullet points here. Oh, yeah. What is <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see one that is making me laugh, and I don't know how to <laughs> set it up. Okay, Paul, so wait. Can you guess we, which if one we, it is? If we made a movie about a yes, maze, yes. we'd want to put a minotaur in it, right? <laughs> right That's course. what I thought, what yeah. What would we name the minotaur? Pat Minotaur. Pat Minotaur? Oh, because oh. of Pat Minotaur. Oh, oh, my God. Wait a minute. I made what? that stupid comment when we were doing the thing. Yeah, oh, shit. A- <laughs> you guys actually wrote it down. Careful what you say in the writing meetings. They oh. will end up. Pat Minotaur. I just saw the words Pat Minotaur. But yes. I'm try sorry. as I might, there was no joke to be had. But no, what? except That's for we had to mention. Pat Minotaur. We had to mention. That's joke. <laughs> yeah. You can't do better than Pat Minotaur. Thank you, John. Well, that's Thank really you. good. Thank you. Oh, my God, I forgot. If the, <laughs> sad. if the effects are cool in this movie and the, like, the walls are shifting and the ground's flying up and all that stuff, I'll see this. I've read the plot, and I've seen two or three trailers, and I can't quite figure out what the deal is. I don't think you're supposed to. Okay. The whole deal is... Mission accomplished. Like, that's end of movie, I have a feeling. He'll like arrive at a place, and you know Willy Wonka will tell him. Because it looks like they go in, come yeah, out, maybe not. We're going in an elevator. I just figured out the one thing... Thing that would make this movie great. Boobs. And <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Oh, my Because God. the last time I heard, saw a Maze movie, and it was scary as shit, oh, yeah. Jack oh, Nicholson yeah. was involved. You missed Labyrinth, huh? Come here. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> Come here, Danny. But, you know, yeah, right? And he's yeah. all kind of fucked up, and he's going through the maze, and the kid's yeah, like I hope he's walking in there. backwards in the snow. Yeah, I hope he's Come in there. Here, I hope Pat Minotaur comes around the corner, <laughs> and she's snorting, like, some hot air out her nose, and she's dressed like a little prostitute in that one video. <laughs> Love is a battlefield. Yeah. with your best shot. <laughs> yeah. Love is a battlefield, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've read I've I've read several plot descriptions, both to the book and to the movie on mm-hmm. Wikipedia, and sure. saw several trailers, and it really does look very. First of all, they every plot description I've read says um, Thomas wakes up not having any memory of how he got there. Which, thank you for sparing me whatever happened before, because I don't need to see it. But it also seems kind of like a lazy way to start your movie. Like, eh, forget about the backstory. Here's where we are. But that's the thing. I think if they describe who Thomas is more in the description of the movie, it's probably giving something away oh, from okay. later in the film. And that's the perfect way to start a Saturday morning. 
Waking up where you don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's, that's one one and it. then Pat Minotaur is sleeping next to you. You're like, what, what happened? What the hell happened Friday night? Yeah. Well, I, just I, have a bad, I just have a bad feeling this movie is trying to trick me into seeing it by leaving so many questions unanswered <laughs> that I just have to go. They don't even tell you yeah. that there's free money handed out to the audience when it's over. <laughs> exactly. They keep that under wraps. Oh, and I also want to mention, I just went to the Halloween Horror Nights uh, preview, so that's opening next week at Universal here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And... I love it. I love Not Scary Farm, also a big uh, thing that I go to every year here in Southern California where they just turn the whole theme park into a big scare zone. But Halloween Horror Nights is cool because it's all movies, so I'm not sure the movie guy. I love it. And this year they nailed it with Aliens vs. Predator Maze. I was worried. I'm like, this is going to require a lot of stuff. You can't just put a guy in a a sheet and have him go, you know, you really got to build some stuff. Well, that's where Universal wins. They build stuff. The sets look great. The monsters look great. That's a new maze this year that you want to check out. But who's dropping the ball in marketing to not have a Maze Runner maze? These are horror mazes. We need a (laughs) Maze Runner. Would Universal be able to do that? Is that their property? No, it's not. But, uh, you know, they're building Harry Potter land oh, to true. celebrate Warner Brothers' great film <laughs> franchise. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I don't get why they... Uh, Next year they'll do but it. But anywhere, you know? Yeah. Why didn't Maze Runner talk to Six Flags and go, let's do this? You yeah. know what? We have a, a lot and a half here in Burbank because we're right on the edge of the road. Um, we could put one right in the back. You, me, Maze ooh, Runner. Ooh, you, me, and the, the dog garage. Behind, behind the garage. garage yeah. All we need are a couple of trash bags, right, and some wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and John will come over and make that creepy sound, like talk real low and scary. Absolutely. Are you committing yeah. crimes or celebrating Halloween? <laughs> We're cleaning up a crime scene. Both. Plastic bag and some wood. <laughs> Take a left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Take get to left. our final new film of the weekend. Wait, I'm going to have say, Pat Minotaur oh, oh, yeah, chasing fun. people. I w- Feel free. I'm. This is not. I'm never going to. No. What? Like this genre is done, isn't it? Like we've no. seen beautiful creatures, we've seen all these. None of them, have, like only. Well, maybe you've seen. Well, <laughs> I think I like this one because. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I certainly didn't. I do walked that. into that one. <laughs> Wham! Is that a rake? Uh, no, I'm. I'm seeing like this is, seems played out this whole genre because they start these things, but they don't really catch on. None of them have really caught on enough to do a second one. The reason and this I, one doesn't look. The reason I give this one a second chance is because it's it's not. It's not uh, like Hunger Games is good, but the world it lives in is really weird, right? And right. then the other ones have, that you mentioned all have mythical sort of otherworldly creatures. Yeah, no like Percy Jackson and the Olympian, whatever. Yeah, that was. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like weird. These are not, you know. This is just like sci-fi maze. That's all I think. I guess I don't know. Well, Divergent was like that, and that didn't do that well, right? No. Yeah. Well, this is Lord oh, of the yeah, Flies. Yeah, did, it, did it do okay? Lord of the Flies meets Running Man. Is, is it? it? You think they'll all turn against each other? I'll be back. Only a rerun. Well, Mm. well, in the sense that they have to get through the maze, it's Running Man. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it says in the description, must work together in order to escape. Maybe I'm not going to go. John, you're turning me around. It's not my demographic. It's not my demographic. Because I wouldn't normally go. And I thought I was going out on the edge of a a tree branch here. (laughs) Well, you go with Lee. You guys can go. I'm just saying. I just want to say that I learned another thing from this, not only about the phone uh, app and having that be my ringer, but I also think maybe for Halloween I'll be Pat Minotaur. Oh, God. brilliant. Would that be fun? so amazing. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> so what would that look like? So you, the bottom um, half would be a horse, and then you just have a big mouthful of teeth with a bookie haircut? <laughs> yeah, I'd get that short, crappy haircut. I'd put on the half-prostitute <laughs> outfit, and then I'd have horns, but I'd have that little pixie cut. Pat Minotaur. And then I'd have like legs like a horse, and then I would just dance like this. The whole time. Just walk into the party. Yeah. Just walk in. Battlefield. Oh, perfect. It'd be kind of amazing. Thank All right, you. so listen, <laughs> on, to the, on to our final film. Uh, this is where I leave you. John and I are going to talk about it in our ongoing episode of Based on a Book Week. We should just leave. This is where we leave you. Goodbye. <laughs> you see a bit written on the screen.
screen. That's three for three of the uh, movies based on a book. So, which means literacy wins and spec writers in Hollywood lose. Here we go. Based on a book week continues with This Is Where I Leave You. But before you rush out to your local airport bookstore during your layover in Denver, be forewarned, the book doesn't star Jason Bateman. Stupid book. Well, don't like a bunch of Jews, but want to see a Jewish movie. Well, try the cast of This Is Where I Leave You. This charm offensive of a cast includes Bateman, Adam Driver, Corey Stoll, and Tina Fey, who plays the bossy pants sister, who's really a modern day Mo from the Three Studios. <laughs> I'm a Wendy Altman, bitch. Princess cut. <laughs> Hitting people and whatnot. And the great Catherine Hahn, one of Hollywood's premier go-to actresses for comedic supporting roles, finally makes the jump to the poster. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's poster quality. Uh, sometimes trailers to movies can be a little cryptic, not wanting to reveal much about the plot. Instead, they tease the audience with seemingly random clips of action and dialogue that don't even be- begin to hint at the actual premise. <laughs> Maze Runner. Yeah. Oh, yes, trailers can be mysterious. Dad's dead. Your father had one final request, and we are going to honor it. He just wanted his kids under one roof. So for the next seven days, you are all grounded. This is not one of those trailers. (laughs) (laughs) This is a movie that's not just about laughs, but also about people learning about life, love, and happiness, which I'm usually not into. But it speaks (laughs) to the power of this cast that I'd watch them do even that. Shiva me timbers. <laughs> Finally, here comes a movie about the great Jewish tradition of spending seven days focusing on sadness. <laughs> it's just one of, the, one of the many Jewish traditions focusing on sadness, including Passover and growing up Jewish. <laughs> oh. Upper class white people have problems too, you know. And here's a movie that proves it. Three months ago, I had a great job and a nice apartment, and I was in love with my wife. I know. <laughs> I know, what a nightmare. But all kidding aside, <laughs> this is where I leave you. A great double feature with If I Stay. By the way, is a movie that goes where other coming-of-age family-based comedies fear to dread. Fear to tread, rather. Not using Salisbury Hill in its soundtrack to signify when things are going to start to get on the mend. Mm-hmm. I feel better already. Yeah. I, I want to see this movie. Yeah. Brave choice movie. Brave choice. <laughs> now, once again, it would seem as though Jason Bateman was given all the best lines. And by that, of course, we mean that any line Jason Bateman yeah. delivers is the best. No, mother, those are not the same breasts you nursed us with. She slept with my boss. We made love on our first date. Mom. I don't mind telling you, the man was hung. That should have been the headstone. Clearly, she lost more than a husband. Yeah. The circle of life, everybody. Let's go, Altman's. <laughs> 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 The film jumps from premise to premise. Hey, let's have all the adult children be grounded in the same house for a week. Hey, let's show the brothers who can't maintain a decent relationship. No, we're going to tell four different stories at once about everyone. It's a rather indecisive motion picture. Makes sense that it's being released on the cusp of Libra. There you go. Good old horoscope joke to go out on. Everybody loves a horoscope joke. During the end of that, I went to look at the poster because I wanted to see what you were talking about, how the girl, that one actress, finally made the poster. Everybody made the poster. Right, not they Connie. have the pizza delivery guy in here. Everybody's in this poster. Not Connie Britton. Oh, that's wait, right. really? One person didn't make it? Yeah, unless that's her. I get them confused. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Connie, Connie Britton's good light, bad light, right? I think she's in the back there, Connie Britton. All the way back in the left. Yeah, what, right. What There's good a light, bad light. Ton of people in this picture. I've seen her look amazing, oh. and then I've seen oh. her look. Ooh, hey, though, oh, easy. That's acting. She's got range. Oh, that's a, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't yeah. pick on her. Did you ever see Monster? Come on. 
Is yeah, Tina, that's true. Is Tina Fey a movie star? That's a question I want to ask. They're certainly trying to make me think so. Well, but she hasn't carried a film on her own, has she? Well, admission. Date night? Admission? I mean, they've, they've been released. They right. haven't. You know, <laughs> admission didn't make anything. Date night was middling, I think, money yeah. Yeah. But Baby Mama? Baby Mama was great, but that's oh. her and Amy Poehler. Yeah. And people are going to run to that, especially now. Yeah. You know, even more so now since they've done the Golden Globes and. Oh, I, I yeah. love her. Yeah. But oh, yeah. yeah, I wonder if she's a movie star. Yeah, mm-hmm. She won the Mark Twain Comedy Prize, the youngest person ever to do it. Because mm-hmm. she's a great comedy writer. She's a right. great comedy writer. Well, but, ca- okay, you look, know, like. Catherine Heigl couldn't write a comedy. She wouldn't get the Mark Twain Comedy Prize. No. And I don't consider her a movie star, nope. Catherine Heigl. Not anymore. So I would give Tina Fey at least a little more credit because she can at least write the funny shit that comes out of her face. Definitely. But Eddie Murphy hasn't won the Mark Twain Prize. <laughs> Neither is Mel Brooks. I feel like you did. Mel, they wait, have... slow down. <laughs> Mel Brooks hasn't won it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I want to stick up for my sister, though, and be like, yay, Tina Fey. Well, she She's amazing. But yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. She doesn't open a movie, though. No. Mel Listen, Brooks isn't a movie star either, though. He does funny movies. Yeah. Come now. But he doesn't open a movie <laughs> right now. It matters. He's a movie. If he's a movie franchise, like he. But he's, he's no Matthew McConaughey. Mel movie is a is a genre. Look, if you're gonna say come now, cue the master scholarly music, please. Come now. Hold, I'm just trying to figure out hold what your you're. Tone. <laughs> I will not be. I am trying to understand day. what exactly is your qualifications. Are we saying someone who is in a movie that we like to look at, or are we saying someone well, I'm who? I'm just saying that I is love young. Peter what are we saying? All right. I'm but taking back everything. This wouldn't count either way because it's an ensemble movie, right? So there you go. Well, it's not a movie. Yeah. This is what drives me nuts sometimes when they say certain actresses or actors. Have made their movies have made billions, and you look at most of them are ensemble movies. It should not count on your credit it because be you get all guy. of the pull from every right. star that's in the movie. Exactly. So who's the biggest movie star with that uh, frame of mind? Aniston. Intact. No, the biggest movie star that ha- that has that qualification thrown on her. Same. If you look, well, uh, male too. Anybody? Oh, male. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, maybe like it's Steve Samuel Carell. Jackson. It's Samuel oh, Jackson. Oh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel. You know who I think it used to be. Oh. With Avengers, um, three Star Wars movies, yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum used to be the biggest movie oh. star. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was Jurassic in Park. like uh, Independence Day, and there's something else that came out, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. The and sec- he was in yeah, like first and second one, yeah. the top three or four all-time grossing movies ever for a while. Yeah. And it was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't say Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't just star in a movie. I mean, yeah. it's not since The Fly, yeah. right? No, I get your point. No, but yeah, he does. In what? The the, the one with the, mm-hmm. the vibes. <laughs> yeah, vibes. <laughs> Cindy Lauper shout out. Nice. Oh, I see. All right, vibes was a while. No, you put me in my place. Into the night. <laughs> you're always stoked when you see Goldblum show up in a movie. Or when you see William Hurt show up in a movie. Like, they still have that resonance for those of us that grew that's up a during that time. What's oh, that Paxton? called? No, 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 no. Terrence Stamp, Stamp Approval. A Terrence Stamp Approval. There we go. We call it the right. Terrence Stamp Approval. You see them and you're like, okay. I'm yeah. in. I'm yep. In. And they never disappoint. They never disappoint. So. No. M. Emmett Walsh. I, you see that guy? You're like, this, uh, whatever's happening now is going to be good. Uh, the guy from the Stern movie. Giamatti. Oh, Giamatti. Giamatti. Yes. yes. Well, this gets into my theory of... People Big who ball. are uh, ball, yeah. good in movies versus people who are in good movies. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Giamatti. So Russell Crowe, he's good in movies. He's not always in good movies. Right. 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 So, Is there someone who's the opposite? Who's always in a good movie but not is, is not good in movies? <laughs> um, no. Kristen Stewart? No. Somebody's brother, I'm sure. The guy that's always in the... Um, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. The friend <laughs> of Adam Sandler. Yeah, Rob Schneider is always in good movies. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's not Wait, you're necessarily... saying Sandler movies are good movies? Well, there, some is of them. Is this a whole other genre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This will be I, three I hours. Like By the way, Adam Strunk. Sandler, 
No Mark Twain press. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think that it's fairly rare when you've. Don't forget. <laughs> Stop it, Kristen. Stop Kristen's going to tell us about important stuff. But so on display are uh, Jane Fonda's boobies in this, and I. Yeah. Yes. Consider myself a bit of a connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, much like spotting a toupee, I think sure. I can always dial in a fake rack. Whoa. And uh, I can't tell what's going on with hers because there are a couple of scenes where clearly, like the mom, you're coming open that scene, mm-hmm. those are spectacular. Mm-hmm. But then there's other shots where she's pushed up, and I could tell those aren't spectacular. So I wonder if they prosthetic gave her some prosthetics for one or two of those shots. I think I so. I don't know yeah. if she's packing aftermarket or not. I don't think she has fake boobs and they're just making them look fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't get fake. She's not. No. <laughs> no, I thought she had yeah, them for a while. Not method. <laughs> she had no, method. I met her once and she seemed normal. Like things seemed normal. Yeah, so they, might, yeah. they might be pushed up right and then you yeah. put padding underneath yeah. to make it look. But fake. when she's I wish you could see the YouTube. Yeah. Go and watch Paul playing with his boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. He's showing us with his hands how they're pushed up. And here's a segue I'm going to force because yes. I've always wondered. Speaking of fake boobs, mm-hmm. remember in the office when Jan showed up like in a new season with a big fake rack. And Michael Scott was going to break up with her, but she showed up oh, with yeah. a big fake rack. That's right. And he stayed with her. Did she get those in real life? And then they wrote that in? Because that's brilliant. I've always wondered that. And I haven't done enough Googling to figure out whether that actress actually went. I can't believe you haven't looked into that and spent some time. <laughs> I'm a little Research disappointed it. in myself, yeah, I too. I figure they start rolling credits and you're on the computer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where'd these come from? When do we get these? <laughs> they have a date right Am up under here. Am I alone in this? Apparently. Uh, no, yeah. we didn't notice that. I never that. followed that. Yeah. Did I you was, remember that? I do remember that. That arc? I, I remember not thinking that they weren't prosthetics. Oh, okay. So yeah. you just assumed they were... Yeah, I just I wouldn't imagine an actress would do that for real. I'm always so taken with Jenna Fisher. I forget what else is going on. <laughs> wow. Pretty. This reminds me, today I was doing something where I wanted to see uh, whatever, some picture on Google, and I came across a picture of Barry Gibb and the Gibb brothers, <laughs> and they were wearing the yellow outfits, <clears throat> and I have not... Look, I, maybe I'm becoming more of a perv as I get older, but I could tell what religion people were. Hey-o. Those pants <laughs> were so tight. Yeah. I never thought about that. You know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, the Barry Gibb. Holy shit, these men are running around in really tight spandex pants. The whole situation is wherever it is. <laughs> As a man, do you love that people can see your cock? No. Or do you feel uncomfortable? No. No? Wait, what's, what are you I saying? I don't want anyone oh, to okay. see my but cock. But you know, like, women <laughs> kind of like when you can see a little bit of cleavage well, of and course. some curve. But... But I, I don't know. Do men want you to see a little curve? No, and men, the girls men don't focus like it, on the biceps. Uh-huh. And men focus, I think, maybe right on the abs. Those are the two things men focus on. So like a tight women T-shirt. Women gravitate to abs, and we think they gravitate to abs. I'm starting to look at crotch more. I'm checking out enough. crotch. I never used to. What are you going to do? Well, fair enough. Yeah, what? You like you, you do you like <laughs> moose knuckle? I mean No. Like, oh. When we work out with Glad, I'd stare at his crotch and I'm like, there's too much moose knuckle. No, oh, moose knuckle's no good. Yeah. Mm. No, I think you should see what you've uh, done, Lee. Yeah, I think you should earn figuring out what's going on down there. You shouldn't be they, they were telling right. me what was going yeah. on. Yeah. Well back and then I that's was, the style. You look at it. Well, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 everyone was wearing right tights. Right they, they were with all the, leading with their cock. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Bell some bottoms. of them that explains the whole joke <laughs> about oh he's got a sock in his pants. Yeah. You could see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Tom Jones was legendary. Because mm-hmm. we wore that stuff. You could see it. I've always felt felt bad about or uh, felt bad for women about that in dating because when a guy dates a woman and he goes out on a date um, he can pretty much assess the terrain <laughs> underneath the clothes. Right. You know, you may be fooling oh me God. with a padded bra, and you might have something trussed up there, but for the most part, 
when the thing when things come off, I'm not going to be completely surprised. For women, because we don't wear the Barry Gibb specials, yes. as you should be required, it's Christmas morning every time, <laughs> and you have no idea. Yeah. You might be getting a train set yeah. or socks, right? Uh, right. Yeah. And I've always thought that that has to be the hardest thing for a woman <laughs> to to act enthused and thrilled especially when you're disappointed when you're disappointed uh, and you don't know going in you've had a great dinner he's yeah. charming he's right. polite he lives in a nice house right. and, ugh, the worst is when you get the uh, uh. you get that track with the car and it breaks down <laughs> like half one through. lap oh <laughs> that's really bad that's yeah. a great theory Lee. see now the, this is what you come up with this is what I like when to you're me. not looking up if Jan <laughs> has fake hooters you should find out I think out. that's good thank yeah. you yeah. I like to bring a little something to the show well, I think it, and it goes into what she's doing now right because she's embraced she's got this new book and this new I think it's a new videotape or DVD Jane series Fonda? Yeah, Jane Fonda does I'm sorry Jane Fonda does that she's pushing how, embracing her sexuality at 70 that she's yeah. trying to encourage she's people at that age She's seventy. Yeah, she's, she's like over there. I think is she's she over still there. with Richard Perry? I don't I know if she's so. still with him. Because he was there at the AFI tribute they did okay. for her a few weeks ago. So, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, she yeah. seemed very happy with him. Yeah, and so the, the, she's pushing this whole idea of embracing sexuality in your seventies and exploring, you know, having sex, how to uh, reinvigorate that in your life if it's been dormant in your relationship, things of that nature. So it's it goes along with what she's doing. It's like perfect. What do you call it, synergy? Cross mm-hmm. marketing. Yeah, cross marketing. Do that kind of character that's so free about talking about her sexuality. It's seventy, and so wow. but she's so it's a, it's a smart way to do it in the movie. There you go. Yeah, I'm just saying. Jane is a smart one. That's all. I'm but now I want to see yes. the movie where she's talking all about sex more than I want to see this one with uh, <laughs> I know, right? all the other people. This is where I bone you. Yes. <laughs> this is all right, listen, we're going to take a, a 10 awesome. second break. Seriously, just 10 seconds. And then we'll be back here with our guest, uh, Pat Finn. And then we'll uh, have Pat on for the remainder of the show. And then at the end of the show, I'll say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> oh. Oh, nice well, maybe not everybody. <laughs> instrument that goes it's like Soul Train dance line I love any song that has a bass line that's been played with somebody's thumb over oh, yeah. the top oh, yeah. that's a heavy bass line you, you are definitely slapping yeah. the bass because yeah. when they on, on the neck of the guitar when they reach over with their thumb that's a serious bass line yeah, that's a, does anyone know who this artist is I'm gonna say that black guy with the dreads and the things on his hair. Uh, well, who's that guy? The one with the beads? Peach, one with the beads. You're talking Nile Rogers and Cream? Yeah. Nile Rogers? One of those Rogers and Cream? Rogers and Cream? No, that's our guest. <laughs> uh, Who is it? Not Stevie Wonder. A little artist by the name of Pat Finn. Pat Finn. Oh. Really? The craziest what? things happen when you hit YouTube. Oh, and, uh, no, that's funny. I've seen that picture. Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's the Afro. Great. Great. Wow. Great that's name. Good. Uh, and that is also our guest today, everybody, an improviser who performs with one of the best groups you'll ever yes. see, Beer Shark Mice, oh, featuring Neil Flynn, Dave Keckner, former show cast guest Michael Coleman, yeah. Yeah. and cool. Pete Holney, and uh, also an actor whose face has been regularly seen on shows like The Middle, Ed, Murphy Brown, as well as films like How High and It's Complicated, but to Seinfeld fans, you know him as Joe Mayo. <laughs> Pat Finn yeah. is here. Yeah. 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 And he's going to do a number for us. 
So we're I am. I'm gonna. <laughs> he pulls out. That song. Oh my god! He pulls out a little Cassie, and all of a sudden. No, I think most of those noises were made with his hand. Could be. Right? I'd love to like meet him and be like, ladies and gentlemen, Pat Finn with Pat Finn. <laughs> Do some crazy lyrics and one night only. Oh. Yeah. So do you get a lot of Joe Mayo love? Uh, yeah, I do, and it's great. It's it was um it was an you know for me that show was like Mash or Cheers in that it was such an iconic show and we just watched it every single Thursday yeah. and I remember I was at a birthday party of somebody's like a like a, a kid's birthday party and I got a call like hey you have a an audition in the next half hour for Seinfeld I was like, what? what I left the party wow. went over to Radford. And it was like 20, 30 people there. And they said, great, everybody's going to audition, come back. And then we're going to just say, everybody can go except this person can stay. Wow. Which is very cutthroat Oof. and very Hollywood and kind of yeah. creepy. Yeah. But um, it, it went well enough that I, I guess I was the guy. And uh, so I went right over to the table read, which was insane. That's wow. crazy. They're all there. And the table read, it's usually a half hour or 40 minutes or so for, for a sitcom. In this case, it was over an hour. Because people had to leave the table because they were laughing so hard. Oh, people wow. had to, like, awesome. couldn't control. It was insane. I'm like, this is the coolest. Like, the elephant doors were bowing with laughter. <laughs> it was just so, like, wow, this is honestly the funniest place. If you had a, a little pinpoint Google thing, the funniest place <laughs> yeah. on earth right now. So, uh, but it was great. And the cast was incredible. And, um, uh, well, that's an episode that you know you can you can pick the Junior Mint episode or yeah. you can pick Soup the uh, Soup Man. But this episode had, like, Five awesome storylines that yeah. are classic. Yeah. George's fat wallet, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Then, Wouldn't that then, great? Which could have been a whole show. Yeah, could have been, been a whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Same with the man bag. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, purse yeah. or man, purse man purse. or whatever. Yes. yes. And, and the coat. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, the the reverse. It's called people. reverse people. Is, is the yeah. name of the uh, episodes. Yeah. So there's like tons of stuff yeah, going on. It was that was crazy, episode. and it was nice because and that was like the last season. It was. So they're still cranking out great episodes. Final season, and the kindest thing was that halfway through. Jerry had asked if I'd come back as a recurring character, which was like, you can't get more flyer wow. than that. Yeah. And, and, and so I was like, great, I would be honored to. And then like a few weeks later, he called my manager to say they can't bring me back and they apologize because they've just announced it's the last season. So now, did he call? Jerry did, or Jerry's people. But I mean, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, there's if a he slight did. difference. That's no, amazing but he was that, he that nice. Yeah, yeah. It was really impressive because I'm like, I'm going to do my job and, and just kind of you know, keep my tail between my legs and, and. Stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and these guys were like, so where are you from, Pat? What's going on? I'm like, oh my God. But it was me and the four of them and, and Wayne. And they, uh, one day I came in and Julia, who was amazing, and came up. Wayne. You know. I know. Came up and she jumps up and hugs me. Oh. And she goes, they added a scene. And I'm like, you're kidding. She goes, they never add scenes. Oh, and we're long wow. anyway. So I was like, you're kidding. So for those that don't know in this scene, um, they, uh, they wrote the scene that I had to meet Elaine at the, uh, at the diner mm -hmm. because she was in charge of coats and she was missing my coat. So I was like, hey, look, Elaine. Um, so I had to talk to her about the coat. So I came in. She was waiting for me at the booth. I came in and she's like, oh, hi, thanks for coming. I was like, you got it. Uh, and by the way, Joe Mayo was a, was a sound guy. That's where the name came from? And, and it was always a weird thing because it was always like, who was there? Mike, Sally, Bill, Joe Mayo, Andy was there. It's like they always said his whole name. <laughs> like one of those guys. And that was another side. Paul side. Preston. Yeah, Paul yeah. Preston. Paul Preston. Um, Guns and Roses. So, um, so uh, the scene that they wrote was I sat down with uh, Julia Elaine. Right. And I said, uh, I said, Elaine, thanks for meeting me here. And uh, can you hold on a second? And I turned to this guy eating like soup by himself, and I said, "Sorry, sir, do you know what time it is?" 
And he said, uh, yeah, it's about two minutes to four. Great. Do me a favor. Tell me when it's four o'clock. Thanks so much. Elaine, uh, we got a problem with the coat. And we had our scene, and this guy, like, sheepishly turned after, like, two minutes and went, excuse me? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, um, you said to tell you when it's two minutes? I was like, right, thanks. Elaine, I got to go. <laughs> it was like, my whole world was just run by everybody but me. So it was so cool, but we never even got to shoot it uh, because they were so long. But yeah. it was really flattering that they thought one of us a character. So but funny. it was really neat to do. It was a really I, have a, I have an actor question for you because I think this is brilliant. So you yeah. end up, you run over there, you get to the table read. How, as an actor, do you handle that? Do you go full on during the read, or do you hang back? Do you gauge it by everybody else? What do you That's do? That's a great question. It's, I mean, I've been sometimes like with Will Ferrell, when Will sells it, man. Name I mean, drop. No, the <laughs> Sting always said not to do that. Um, I win. So, I win. I said under three minutes. I said. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, oh, you uh, Affleck's picking me up. He's out of here. So, um, oh, you mean the duck? Yes. Yeah. 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 The, um, yeah. So he does. So you do kind of gauge it with what's everyone doing because you don't want to be kind of the the guy like, oh, look at Broadway Joe over here. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I need the police. You know? <laughs> so you do, but you do kind of want to sell it, and some yeah. people get eye contact, you know, which is great, and um, you do kind of want to give it a performance, but you are handcuffed a little bit because you're sitting in your right. with a script and it's words that could easily change, or you've just gotten so. Um, and you just got them hard. in that case. So yeah, very much so. You yeah. went to the audition and then straight to the table read? Yeah, I was really yeah. much. I came back to the birthday party. My wife was like, God, it took forever. And I was like, yeah, I just got Seinfeld. <laughs> Whoa. What? It was just and like, I just did the table read. <laughs> right, exactly. I love that the birthday party continued throughout <laughs> yeah. this whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so People are in the bouncy house. <laughs> right. He comes back. His daughter's still in the bouncy <laughs> right. house. What it was like 11 tails on the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> passed out. But that's a great thing because you're not just in a Seinfeld episode. You're Joe May. You're, you're yeah. called out. People know that. Yeah, it is. It's always interesting when, you know, I'll be in an airport or at the store or something like that with my kids or whatever, and you have a hat on and you're not yeah. shaving and you're just, you know, you're picking up, a, you know, a rake or something. And it's just like, <laughs> you know. Which hey, people do. I literally was at Home Depot <laughs> right. and, and I'm kind of looking for, I thought we were looking for something, my son and I. Oh, we were building up a hand plane for a GoPro. But um, oh, cool. as we're walking, it is really cool, but we're walking through and these two guys just walk by and they go, Dude, that was just Joe Mayo. <laughs> just, and then you're kind of like, where are the... There's uh, <laughs> the mahogany wood. Uh, of course, I'm high-end. Yeah, it's like yeah. Joe Devola and somebody... I mean, yeah, there are, there's... Who's the rival stand-up? I had a woman... Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Banya. Kenny Banya. Oh, yeah, that's Banya. Right. Ovaltine. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a, that's a badge gold. of honor. I mean, Banya, right. the first thing you did was... The George Went Show. I did, yeah. I was yeah. Uh, I was actually pulled off a second city stage. My goal um, from Marquette was was to take classes at the Improv Olympic and, and Second City, and my goal was to someday meet somebody on the main stage. And then I actually got the main stage the same week I got the George Went Show. So it was like, oh. and then I was kind of like, God, I should oh, probably right? change my goals a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're aiming a little low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someday I want to find a button. Oh, I hope really to meet a guy that met somebody. Right, exactly. <laughs> meet the man that met Ollie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I, ironically enough, at Second City, I was doing a show that Bernadette Burkett uh, was the director of. And she is amazing and was at Second City and is married to George Went. Oh, cool. Oh, so wow. George and Peter Tolan, who's <laughs> done a lot of TV and, and film, analyzed this mm-hmm. and, and that, and um, a great guy, um, they flew out to, like, scout me. 
which I didn't know about. And halfway through, that's better, isn't it? When you yeah, don't know, it was on your own turf. Yeah, which was kind of cool. I didn't yeah. have to come out. Um, so were you, where were you? At the main I was stage? in Second City. No, I was at Second City Northwest at the time. So oh, did shut you look? Up. Off? That was yeah. still when they had Northwest. Yeah. Wow. Did you look off into the wings and there's like two guys in bike shorts and ball caps with clipboards scouting you? They were. <laughs> that would yeah. be great. Like, huh? <laughs> What's with the stopwatch? <laughs> <laughs> were you in the madness of Curious George? No, no, that was, oh, we saw that. I was That's in the one I saw um, CD-ROM wasn't built in a day, and I forget the other one. <laughs> um, another, well, I was in two reviews, yeah. and then I got the main stage to nice. replace Jackie Hoffman. Oh, okay. And you really could going, play Jackie Hoffman's thank parts. You. Finally, I, I understand. That was an acknowledgement, <laughs> and I needed that. Uh, <laughs> no, so I got that, and then I flew out to God, I flew out to L.A. probably ten times because CBS was like, well, "You're out of your mind. We're putting some guy we've never even heard of on." Mm-hmm. TV, much less a show that's going on in right. the air. And, and this it, was the Cheers follow-up, right? It was, yeah. yeah. So, and George and I became good friends. And then the greatest thing about it was that I got to be friends with Peter Tolan and meet a bunch of great writers. Brian Doyle Murray, who's on it, who were oh. from the same parish back in friend Chicago. Friend of the show? Love Brian. Yeah, he's so great. Kind of. <laughs> but he, uh, great guy. <laughs> nice. Super sweet. Everybody has to and, impersonate and that. George Went is uh, one of my dearest friends, and he and Bernadette are the godparents to my youngest. Wow. wow. That is cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah. 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 That's cheers to you. Oh, See what I did there? You know what's crazy? He signs his autograph cheers. He goes, it's so easy. No. <laughs> it is kind of Which perfect. Is, yeah, Why like, not, oh, right? Brilliant. I don't really have a, you know. I saw well, him in art in London. He's really good. He was art. so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Really Stacy Kitch, yep. him and David Dukes, I think yep. his name was, and it was fantastic. We were yeah. there in 98. George Wendt? George Wendt. Yeah. Doing yeah. something other than comedy? Yeah. He's also a hairspray. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my God. Did he right. play the mother? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. He, did a, be great. he did a movie <clears throat> that won a lot of awards. I forget the name of it. I think it was like him and Joe Montaigne, and they went to like a cabin. And then he told all his friends that he was gay. George hmm. did. And then cool. some didn't like it. Some were confused. But it, hmm. it, it wasn't Lifeboat. But it, you should look it up. It did really. It was a great movie. Wow. This is the second time it. we've had a guest that was in a movie where they all go to a cabin. It almost seems like those one location cabin yeah. movies <laughs> are sort of real popular. Oh, yeah. budget in the amusement park. <laughs> well, <laughs> well cabin. Disorganized crowd in But uh, speaking of uh, short, fat guys from funny shows, <laughs> I ran into Jason Alexander outside. Sure. Now, I honestly believe he may be one of the greatest actors ever. He's good. Because when yeah. you meet Jason Alexander... The furthest thing from your mind is George Costanza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He is so not that guy. No, he and he's such a sweet, nice guy. Right? And he is a good actor. You're right. I was uh, So I'm wondering they, if that's the same for George. Are. Do you or for oh, uh, you know what? for George I, Wendt? I would say yeah. yeah, and he likes doing it too. I yeah. mean, I've never really had the desire to play like a murderer or different things like <laughs> I mean, I've done auditions where it's like, you know, I'm in a foxhole in Germany and they're like, "Great, do it again, but um <laughs> Don't smile so much. Because half of the dead person is in your arms when you're saying it. And you're, you know, and don't come up on the end of the lines. <laughs> we got to get the Germans. <laughs> I was question. World War II, you won. So you know that. Go with that. I was in audition with, I had to play the bitchy mom. And I mean, obviously I'm a pain in the ass, but I just was not selling bitchy or something. And the, the guy was so frustrated because I think he really wanted to use me. And he's like, right. no, just be bitchy. And I'm like, no. Oh, I just look like Paul around the house for the next month. How did you not get that? <laughs> right there. Why did you just say that? I should film that. You just did it. Exactly. You just did it. Filming. I should break another dish. Hear what you have to say about it. Pretend I didn't wash the dishes. That's yes. that's your motivation. Exactly. Look at this shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> that's your motivation. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. <laughs> so um, we met you. When you were on tour with Second City. Yeah. You may or may not remember, we were in Buffalo. We in were SUNY? At the uh, SUNY, SUNY, uh, SUNY Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. We met you there. We asked all sorts of 
more advanced questions than the other people. Other people are like, how do you make up things? Yeah. And Paul and I are like, are you equity and um, nice. are you getting paid for the regular rate as a main stage performer? And Brian Stack <laughs> is like, um, you guys, if you want, after the show, yeah. I could talk to you personally. We're like, oh, okay. So we dinnered there. And he's yeah, Renee Albert, Stanwick, yeah. Susie Nakamura, right. great cast. Yeah, great cast, yeah, strong yeah. cast. You went on afterwards, right? Yeah. Shoot, yeah. I'm trying to. Where was yeah. it? Buffalo. Uh, no, but so where in Buffalo? Oh, wings. Oh. We went to uh, a wings probably place. a wings place. Probably, I mean, no, when, yeah. we went to the anchor or whatever it is. Yeah, went in bar. Doubt. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. You guys couldn't have been nicer. It was very cool. And when we moved to Chicago, we called Brian and said, oh, "We're here. What what should we do?" And he was cool because we couldn't get right into the Second City classes we want, we wanted to get into. So he's like, "Well, go over to Improv Olympic. I know you haven't heard of it, and it's just starting yeah. up. But you're gonna love it." <laughs> and Tina Fey was over there. Amy wow. Poehler. Everybody. Wow. And he was right, and it was great. I mean, that was that was. The, that was I mean, I him. was told the same advice. I came down yeah. from Marquette, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody was like, going to, Joel Murray was like, Improv Olympic and Second City. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And then both were like, Oh, I'm. Yeah, I've it yet to sense. experience as good a teachers as I did back there. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. Some I mean, great ones. I, I mean, Toronto had great teachers. Toronto had great Toronto. teachers. Yeah, Bruce Hunter, mm -hmm. Deborah Kimmett, good teachers. Alan Gutman. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, you guys have, have I dropped around. enough names? <laughs> you guys have been around. Well, wow. Snow yeah. Will Ferrell been or Snow Will Ferrell. Yeah. Yeah. He's been taught a lot. Wait, who else taught me? Tom yeah, Cruise. Tom Cruise, right. Hugh uh, Downs. I don't want to drop a name, but uh, <laughs> Roger <laughs> Mudd. <laughs> there was that, oh there was that summer in Prague. Yeah. <laughs> Indy Great Tom, Tom Sneva. Did you ever end up in Amsterdam? We never ended up in Amsterdam with comedy, did you? No. I've been to Ireland. okay. We did Kill Kenny at the Cat Laughs. Comedy Festival, which was amazing. Nice. It was really cool because there were stand-ups there, and they also had um, kind of like um, sketch comedy. And it was like a little Woodstock kind of area in the town called Kilkenny. And then we came in, and we just did pure improv. And they just, they literally were camping out in tents on the river <sighs> wow. to come see it. They were so like blown away. Well, You're back just, then it was so new. It is, yeah. yeah it was really we'd done unique. it enough that we were okay at it. We had some good people there with us. Um, is that right? They sound Amish, but they, they really hadn't seen <laughs> this before. <laughs> well, I mean, well, no, it'd be early was, 90s back when I we were doing so. it. It was Probably relatively like 15 years new. Ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of new. But they just didn't have it in a small town in Ireland. So, yeah, it was a big, wow. big hit there, which was kind of cool. Let me ask you uh, what we ask every guest in the show. Yeah. What is your favorite movie of all time? Wow. And I'm sure everyone says that's a tough one. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, it's always weird if somebody goes, you know, bullet or some movie. <laughs> I, I didn't think I've seen that. I, I have an answer over time. Well, the reason it's it tough, up, so. Pat, is because there is a wrong answer. So. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Be careful. Right. Lots of pressure. Anything I'm in? Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, um, you know what? I, I always... Uh, How high is your favorite movie of is, all time? It is. It's better than the book. <laughs> really? Better um, than Soul Plane? It <laughs> is. It, uh, I always loved On the Waterfront. Uh, oddly oh. enough, mm -hmm. as a movie, I just thought it was a, right. a really cool, cool movie. Yeah. Um, but just my life has always been, I've always kind of gravitated towards comedy and, and obviously the Stripes and the Caddyshack. I caddied at the place where Caddyshack was wow. was written. Nice. At. So I know the names of the people are actually their names. <laughs> and That's something. So it's pretty <laughs> wild to like watch that and see things. Like I was a caddy at Caddy Day and it was... An hour. Like, That's northern away. Chicago. Oh it is. It was yeah. a place called Indian Hill. Okay. And uh, it was white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's why I christened thee the flying wasp. <laughs> and uh, Catholics were frowned upon. <laughs> they could caddy. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you probably knew that, though. You read Bill's Bill Murray's book, right? Well, I don't remember everything, but yes. Yeah. Well, he, Bill grew up, uh, the Murrays grew up, my mom and 
uh, Mrs. Murray, uh, we they went to church every day together. Well, that's what you were saying about Joel that you guys yeah. knew each other from. So Joel, we went all went to the same grammar school mm -hmm. and then to high school together. So that's cool. Out here, it's really cool. Yeah, and so we've become insanely great friends, and our families have, um, you know, we've just vacationed together and stuff like that. So it is kind of cool to. to Do you know his sister? I know all of his sisters. Yeah. Oh, like I know his sister. The, the sister, the nun. The, yeah, the singing yeah. performing nun. Because when, when Joel was here, we were talking about his sister. She's. I said, "We have your lovely sister, the nun." He's like, "She's crazy." We're like, "They're all." She does a show. As yeah, well. my favorite ever is is um, I'm talking to Brian one day, and and I love, and he goes, he goes, "How you doing?" He goes, "Good." I saw um, went down to Florida. <laughs> and so, I know went down to Florida. Joel does a better one. Joel oh, does an amazing. We did, did it here, and yeah. it killed. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. It killed. So uh, I'm like the I'm like the minor league team. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see what you have. Yeah, anyway. I want to see what you have to offer. We'll, no, no, we'll be so, over here timing. So he it. goes. Uh, <clears throat> he goes. I went down to Florida to go see her in a in a one woman play. And I go, great, what was it? He goes, uh, she was Joan of Arc. Yes. And I go, that's, that's right. amazing. And she's so much older. <laughs> yeah, and I, I go, I go, how was it? And Brian goes, I, I, she overacted. <laughs> <laughs> what? He was overacting, I told her. I go, it's Joan of Arc. <laughs> she was like 12, burned at the stake. How do, you, how do you have a teenager that's too, and he goes, I was honest. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so good. You only a nun portraying a saint. You oh can't see there's no... That's so, amazing. Thank wait, you. Wait, the guest is That's hedging. Amazing. So, what's your favorite movie? Is it on the Oh, so then I, oh. the guest is hedging. I love it. Um, <laughs> wait, can I so, give him more time, real quick? And I'll tell you, it's, you know, I'll tell you um, a movie I loved, and this summer had an amazing experience. Um, I always uh, liked uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and subsequently, I liked um, Feel the Dreams. And I love sports movies, huge, you know, Evan Can Wait, all that kind of stuff, Rudy. And, and Feel the Dreams is one of my favorites. Hmm. And this summer, I was lucky enough to play in a charity event. Uh, with Kevin and um, wow. cool. and Bob Costas and people at wow. the Field of Dreams. So, nice. and to meet wow. him and to be in the house, and it's exactly the same. So the house is wow. the same? Yeah, it's, oh, wow. I'm in the house. I go, I'm in the house. They shot everything in the house. It's in the house. I didn't go to New York or LA to do it. And so I'm at home plate, like hitting a ball. I got like a base hit and I'm like running in the corn. Wow. You know, it just was so that's awesome. Yeah, so I think that really became. And that's how you name drop. How you do it. Yeah, you're right. You have a whole story in which to, to Kevin Costner and Bob Costner. Well, I had lunch with Kerry Goldenberg. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about uh, On the Waterfront is that the line, I could have been somebody, I could have been a contender instead of a bum, yeah. is such a throwaway line in yeah. there. And it's glossed over really quickly. And I've never heard that line in, you know, from the movie, I didn't hear it before I heard people quoting it. Yeah. And so when I saw On the Waterfront, I was expecting this very heavy oh, right. gravitas moment. And no, they're just in the back of the cab, and he just yeah. kind of slides it past everybody. Yeah, it's a cool little, like, I love that. scene with, like, the, and the cab has, like, the, the, the yeah. drapes on it. Yeah. 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 I other, love any car with drapes in it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other thing, and I had heard this, I assume it's true, it makes sense to me, uh, but in the ending scene, when Brando is walking... Like he's, he got beat up on the yeah. wharf and he finally oh, he, he walks yeah. back in to work. Right. Then it's over and you win. So he had to you know physically walk and he was in so much pain. And back in those days, uh, they used chocolate to look like blood. Oh yeah, because you couldn't see. And Brando's the thing he loathed the most was the smell of chocolate. <gasps> and so he goes, "I'll give you one take." So it's one take, and he said every time I wanted to be like wince or have a horrible. Like picture what you hate to smell, and he would just go, <laughs> and he would just have this amazing oh. hatred in his face. Wow! And no, and, and went in. I'm like, that's 
I if, hope it's true. If I did that, I would look orgasmic because I love chocolate. I'd be like, mm, yeah. Why is she disrobing? What's going on? We just be cut. Oh, now God, we're NC 17 out of nowhere. The car with the drapes. We could have done that. What? car with the drapes. Quite a statement the filmmaker's making. Okay. <laughs> exactly. The editor, wow, that's different. I didn't see that in the script. <laughs> Well, we only got one take. No, <laughs> exactly. Like ruin one yeah, take. Put that in. What's going on? Can you got to use it. Can I ask a Murray family question? Yeah. Who was the brother that did Moving Violations? John. Johnny. Love that movie. Yeah. People don't talk about it enough. Yeah, that's And good. I thought he don't was going to rival what Bill did. Because yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater in a small town in Virginia. And I, I was like... This is great. I think they expected that. Thought, yeah. That kind of stuff. I, so I, don't, I don't know what happened there. I don't know. Nobody gives love to it. They love summer school, but they don't love We've talked about it here because it's, it's the brother's movie. Because it also has yeah. James Keach. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. James Keach. Yeah. He's one of the teachers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I love that. That's funny. But no, that was, and then it had uh, Clara Peller. Yes. Here, where's the beef lady? The yeah. beef lady? Why is my back like, getting wet? She's going to be huge. And then she was done. She sits in the urinal. Why is my back getting wet? That's right. She thinks she's going to the bathroom. Right. All right. Nice. I just but you talk, but you talk about sports for a second. Are right. you wearing the Bears hat? I am. Are you a huge Bears fan? Yeah, I like the Bears. I grew up in Chicago, and uh, yeah, as a kid, I always loved the Bears and the Blackhawks. And it's funny, whether it's good or bad, it's, we moved out here, so we have three kids, and my wife is from Springfield downstate, and, uh, which, by the way, is where you went in sports in high school. Like, when you were in high school, like, your goal. Oh, for, like, Allstate? You no, know, well, like, or to get to, like, when you were like, okay, here's the first game of our conference. You wanted to win the conference, so subsequently you would go downstate. Right. Oh, okay. So you would always chant, everybody in, where are we going? And then everyone would yell downstate. So I had, like, my, the first time I'm coaching my daughter, like, six-year-old AYSO soccer. I was like, everybody in here, let's go, all right. I'm going to say, where are we going? You guys scream downstate. They're like, where are we going? Downstate. And they're all kind of like dispersing. And it's like, we're going to like San Diego? Carlsbad? Like, La Jolla? I'm confused. And I'm like, going, why are oh. we going to Tijuana? Yeah, right. Like, what then is I'm happening? like, where do they go here? And they go Sacramento. I'm like, oh, uh, upstate doesn't have the same ring. Sacktown? No. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, uh, I grew up liking all the. Uh, You've been on the Bear Down podcast? I have not you know with that? Walshie. They're with, good yeah, friends of mine. Nunez, I, I should, Nunez was on here. And yeah, was he? He's, he's, he's about that, great. That podcast. That's a good podcast. I should probably jump over on that one. You're such a homer. I mean, you would just know everything they talk about. Yeah, him. yeah. No, I just I golfed with Jim McMahon this summer. Oh, what? so it was kind of a crazy golfing with Jim McMahon. Yeah, and baseball with the he's really good. Wait, the punky QB or the QB. WWE guy? No, the punky QB. Okay, but he's really good. We're the same name, that's right? That's true, that's true. Oh, when are you going to go what? diving with Richard Dreyfuss? Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince McMahon. We're going to do it random. Thank you. you know. <laughs> Somebody needs to correct that. Yeah. Is there a great football movie? It's funny, you mentioned two. Uh, Heaven Can Wait, the original, I think, is great. Yeah. Um, Rudy, I love. Because so many great baseball movies. Uh, there are. Yeah. Uh, but um, Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Is that is one? good. No, no, I'm, I'm, um, that is good. But then the other one I'm thinking of is... Um, the Game Stands Tall, probably, is what you're thinking. You're probably... No, no you're probably thinking... Is good? We Are Marshall. We Are Marshall is good, surprisingly. He's good in it, McConaughey. Can Clash of the Titans, I love that one. That's, I think, one of my favorites. You remember, remember the, the Titans? Titans? No, remember the Titans. Remember the Clash of the I'll Titans? Never remember the night they played the Titans. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the one, one with the blonde woman? That's good. Oh, Wildcats. Wild Wild yeah. Oh. yeah. Goldie Hawn, the Joe blonde Lee. woman. You love me. I couldn't think of it. Love the blondie woman. You <laughs> oh, ugly. Oh, wow. You oh, ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You See? ugly. I had that on beta. I'm that old. I had that on beta. I think it was shot in Chicago. Yeah. That's Woody Harrelson. Wesley Snipes? Yes. Wow. And young actors. James Keach. James Keach. Boom. Bringing that shit around. And Swoozie, of course. It's frightening that you know that so quickly. And Swoozie Kurtz. Uh, Well, let's play a little round of... What did you see this week? 
never actually say the K. No, the... you don't. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, it's because you're, you're rocking out hard. But it's weak. It, what did you yeah, see don't this pop week? It. I put it to the table. What What did you get out? What? Was that Pat Finn, or, uh, by the way? Oh. No, that was not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe his second album was kicking was in. And F-Y-N-N. He went, he went... <laughs> uh, what, what did you see this week? Paul, I saw True, true Crime. <laughs> Which is TV. True Detective. So, true Detective, sorry. Oh. True I saw crime. True Detective. True Crime, true crime. Is a movie. A movie. Okay. Uh, very good. I'll just put that out there because it's not a TV show. but uh, True Crime? I saw True Detective. Oh, True Detective. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a show or a movie? It's a show on HBO, right? That's it, the Woody it, and... Uh, and yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Oh. So good. It's a uh, nine-hour fantastic it's movie. Amazing. Yeah, yeah oh, so it's, it's like not, a really long movie. Is it nine episodes? It's yeah. Nine yeah. Episodes? Okay. yeah. So you can sit there and binge Bones. properly. Are they doing more? With different actors, Apparently, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really they want to keep Probably the, their the casting prestige, so they're looking at like you know Brad Pitt or Jake Gyllenhaal to be in it, something like that. They're actually looking at women. Nice. Oh, yeah. that Jessica Biel is apparently announced this morning that she's in the running. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at her, but they're also looking at Elizabeth Moss and a couple other ladies. Wow, too. that'd be cool. And, uh, oh, the girl from yeah, uh, um, Thor, uh, Alexander, uh, Jamie Alexander. They're looking at her. Sif, the girl who plays Sif. So. Just keep the—I mean—keep the production team intact because that show was written every episode by the same guy, oh, every wow. episode yeah. directed by the same guy, right. and so it had this remarkable consistency. And so I just hope they do that again. Like, yeah. Yeah. it Some makes you wonder how a, mo- how a show like Boardwalk Empire, something that just runs through all these oh. different directors and yeah. stuff, yeah. manages that same tone. Yeah, but it's show. all of the showrunner, I imagine. But this this is especially just yeah, it's cool. there's constant quality, in, quality. There's quality makeup too because you see movies like Monuments Men. Or you'll see Jay Edgar. Jay Edgar. And Beautiful mind. And, and the makeup is irritating because you can tell mm. that they're doing old age makeup. Right. But when you first start watching this movie, you're not sure what, where you are except by the makeup. And it's so good. I, I, yeah. They make them look so great young and so great normal age. I don't know. It's crazy. It did only have to jump 15 years, though, which also... Still. They could do. Yeah. yeah, but those guys had to get younger. It's hard to make people younger yeah, than what they are. Yeah. They weren't going back to their age and getting older. They were talking about they pushing getting... 40 yeah. in one scene. Right? Yeah. So, but no, they were both fantastic. You that. could tell Woody had his younger hair on. So he had <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of blonde, younger hair. I'm a big fan uh, bring of bringing Pat. Well, I, I, again, not to bore the regulars of our audience, but I'm a big proponent of bringing into acceptance the fact that a man of my follicle nature should be able to just put on hair for the occasion. Mm, right? Yeah. So evening hair, right. because it goes well with the suit. Oh, cool. And I'm not trying to fool anybody. No. I don't want you to think, I think you're fooled. <laughs> right. I just want you to know, hey, I have some hair for the for the tuxedo that I'm wearing. Right. Yeah, like so look. Yeah. Like girls do that. We'll yeah, wear extensions if yeah. we're getting all sexed and out. And updo yeah. or downdo. Long yeah. St- yeah, I think yeah. it should be acceptable. I should have Morning my tail. Travolta <laughs> sure. hair. My, nice. you know, right? He, he, does, he doesn't give a shit. He, <laughs> has, <laughs> he has award show hair. He has Oprah hair. He does. I want award show hair. Yeah. My Adele Dazeem hair. <laughs> but that Woody is no joke, and I've been no. a fan of his since Cheers. Again, my favorite show, yeah, he's uh, great. my favorite sitcom ever. And he's just, scary good. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, he's got a couple Oscar nominations. You might forget if you're watching him be great in Zombieland that he's so <sighs> brilliant in Larry Flint and The Messenger. Yeah, he's, yeah, no, he's just great. Flint. Oh, uh, Larry Flint. He, um, is he nominated. He was yeah. nominated, yeah. and it was originally offered to Bill Murray. Wow, oh, there you go. Whatever happened to him? I know, <laughs> schmuck. Right. Yeah. What else and did anybody see? Uh, I saw the drop this afternoon. Actually, that I am jealous of that. Yeah, K A L the drop. Uh, we didn't uh, we didn't cover it here because it's going to get a limited release. Oh, right. but, so I'm glad you saw it so we can at least tell folks well, we live what in it is. So we get the limited. Yeah, release. we yeah. see everything. Nice. Yes. We'll, we'll everything we want to. Yeah, saw it over at the Grove. Uh, Tom Hardy. <gasps> yeah, Numi Rapace. 
I think that's how you say her name. Tom Hardy. I think so. And, that's how uh, Americans say it. Uh, right. <laughs> and, of course, the late, great James Gandolfini. This is his last, oh, right. last movie that he yeah. did. It's fantastic. It's so good. Dennis Lehane, who was a fantastic uh, author, actually did the screenplay as well. And oh, so, and it's cool. really interesting. And it all hinges on this dog. It, the whole thing hinges <gasps> on the dog. I love it already. Right. Tell us. Beautiful, heartbreakingly beautiful little baby pit bull. And it it is the cutest. I, it's everything not to try to reach for it through the screen. Mm-hmm. He's so beautiful. But it carries that start. It's the uh, inciting action for the whole movie. That's Let me great. guess. He swallows the key to the safe where the fortune is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and then he wait, escapes wait, and we have to go find him. Wait, wait for him to poop. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's I need to add this to my, I'm going to add that to my list because oh, I forget oh, yeah. things to watch. I what forget. was it called? Get That Rascal? Oh, The Drop. The Drop. <laughs> the drop. <laughs> yes. Lahane is great. Lahane Pooper wrote, scooper. For those who don't know, Dennis Lahane wrote the novels or at least, at least the scripts yeah. for Gone Baby Gone, which yep. is a great underrated He wrote the novels, movie. yeah. And Mystic River. That's right. Wow. That's right. And this is based on a short story called Animal Rescue, which is a beautiful I never title. would have got that from the trailer. Man, yeah, that is left no, out of the trailer. It's just like Gandolfini and Tom Hardy being badass. You think it's going to be yeah. them against these Chechens, and then you watch the movies and not that at all. <laughs> dare I still say, badass. Dare I say it wasn't the movie you thought it was going to be? Yeah, yeah Lee's I, favorite thing. I <laughs> in a good short. Way. That's so cool that somebody just wrote a short. Hey, yeah. that's eight minutes. Well, uh, Napoleon Dynamite was a short. Was it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So was Sling Blade. That oh, was a that short that yeah. Billy Bob wrote, yeah. uh, Billy Bob shot, and then a, they turned into yeah. Fatal Attraction was a short, and the credit on the poster is whoever I can't remember who wrote it, but it said screenplay by blah 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 based on his screenplay. It's one of the weirdest <laughs> credits that's ever been, wow. but it's what it says in the poster. Right. Yeah. yeah, I gave up all hope of being able to to understand what would make a good movie or not after I saw Fight Club, and then I read the book Fight Club. Oh yeah, and I thought. How the hell did anyone read this <laughs> yeah, and, and go, go, oh, this is what it should look like? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's I, that? Yeah. I know that somebody said that the movie The Matrix, mm. had when, this, when you would read the script, it had like 10 pages of how to read the script. <laughs> like it was like, this is how. Oh, wow. You, I would never make out, it through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, you, how do you even pitch that? Right? Yeah. You're just like, all right, here, smoke this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Take the blue weed or the red weed. <laughs> Take these pills. I'm going to go get this validated. I'll be right back. The opposite is a, is a Jackie Chan movie where you're reading the script and story, and then there'll be a page with nothing on it except in the middle it says Jackie Chan fight scene. Then you flip it and more dialogue. And, say, yeah. Yeah. and they, just, just, they just get that. That part just gets taken like care of. Don't worry about it. Somebody doing that. <laughs> yeah. oh, right, we got okay. that covered. Got Focus it. on the words. Yeah, eight bit. Yeah, uh, no, the adaptation was like that, right? Because it was White Orchid. Yeah. And then you're like, how did they turn this into a movie? And it's yeah. all about trying to turn it into a movie. It's the movie within the movie. Yeah. Which, Which is, is so done funny. very well with adaptation, yeah. but sometimes can feel like a cheat. Yeah, like, sure. I'm going to make the movie about making the movie. Right. Which, eh, I need to see the movie again because I saw adaptation I and I went, I don't get it. I just oh, really? Didn't. And then oh. someone explained it to him and I went, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to see it again. So yeah. I need to see it again. Yeah. So. I want to see Drop, too. That sounds good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's showing yeah. all around town. And yeah. by the way, I love the visual of the dog and waiting for the teeth. <laughs> and you know there's an old lady like, staring at it. <laughs> that's the drop. That's the poster. Yeah. Right. And Gandolfini's like, what? Drop. Get out of here. What are you yeah. exactly. You never yeah. seen anybody do this? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. We hosted a screening of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Wow. Uh, nice. Karen and I did as, uh, as the movie guys over at our credit union. Our credit union is Burbank. pretty kick It's like nice. the greatest mm-hmm. credit. First of all, credit union over a bank. Just go out and make that happen. Um, cha- take your money, put it in a credit union. All of a sudden, the Yumi Credit Union <laughs> is the sponsor of tonight's show. <laughs> I'll take that. Um, but they, they said, hey, we're going to start projecting movies on the side of our, 
a bank wall show up in the parking lot and all the vendors will come out and give you like dollar popcorn and stuff yeah and uh, yeah we did a bunch of trivia giveaways and we you know kept the party light and it was fun yeah and that's a, a, a great film yeah I'm, i like it much better than the remake although they say what was oh, it? The, a Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Oh, factory. The one I with lost, Jim I lost focus, sorry. Sorry, yes. Yeah. I heard popcorn and I went. By the way, that also sounds like a, that would be a good like movie, like a heist movie. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna show these things at the bank. Right? Oh right, you're right. <laughs> so well, like one dollar popcorn for patent the kids. Pending, patent pending. <laughs> oh shoot, did I lose it? Yeah. <laughs> I called it. I called Sadly, it. The fire department and the police department both. They present. were both there, <laughs> or, but they're busy. Or that's the challenge. Or yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I you smell know, quick change. I'm watching a preview of Drop <laughs> yeah. Two and like, wait a second. That's <laughs> more dropping. There but if you're listening in the Burbank area, dropping. we'll be back uh, for a screening of Ghostbusters on so October 10th. On October 10th. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that should be huge. I am wearing the Ghostbusters. I am always wearing like, the Ghostbusters shirt. I know. Shirt. Yay! Which Ghostbusters shirt are you wearing is the question every day. Were you? Did you go see the reissue in the theater? We did. Yes, of course. Oh, we went on about that. Happy with the print? I heard people weren't happy with the print. I was fine with fine it. Fine with it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they did okay. a 4K thing. Anytime they do 4K on an old movie, you, you, can, you can't tell too much. Yeah, yeah. and it should yeah. be a little ugly. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why people complain. I love that. Nah, that was we no complaint. We were kids when we watched this. We yeah. enjoyed about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah, There's I agree. I, always a big hair hanging in the one of the corners. Check, check the gate. What? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it in Europe. Let's go. <laughs> so, but we talked about how that movie, uh, <laughs> that movie is kind of timeless, and that the costumes aren't stuck in the eighties. Yeah. You know, New York kind of doesn't look like uh, it's caught in some kind of time right. warp. They don't right. go to places I that have horribly changed. Library looks like a library. Firehouse looks yeah. like a firehouse. Nobody pulls out a giant phone with a huge antenna yeah. to call yeah. for the Ghostbusters. Right. You know? that. When they do a stop action uh, dog. You know, attacking Rick Moranis. Yeah, that's where it's suddenly you're right. in the '80s, and you get. Yeah. But you deal with it, and you kind of go. Nah. You watch the church kind of move a little bit when the Stay Puft is going to step on it. Yeah. But it's just because that's what it was. You kind of don't want to see that cleaned up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So that was a great, uh, great print, and sadly only a week in theaters. Did you see anything, Pat? I did not. I, I was actually out of town for a little bit. I we see movies a ton at the house with the kids a lot, Ooh. which I love. The uh, in-home I, screening room. Yeah, we just it's just regular television. Called TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we make popcorn and, and watch a ton of movies. That's and, great. Um, I love it. It's good. Really the family. Like it that, is. it's so important to have that. And, and family, it's, right? there's so many. You know, when the kids were little, or it's funny. You get some of these parents that are like, "Oh, we're gonna watch," you know, some you know, like Animal House. You're like, yeah. "Kids, ten. <laughs> you know, so and there's plenty of movies that aren't. And you can also get movies like we got Blues Brothers, but we got it on GN, so they take out all the cussing and all that kind of stuff. So oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And they let and the girls love the music. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of movies that we watch, and so. Well, it's a good era for, like, having to, if you feel like you're stuck with your kid watching an animated movie, at least it's a good era where there's a ton of great animated movies. There are, movies. yeah. Like, like really back great. in the, like, early 90s, you had only Disney. Yeah. Or right. you know, even in the late 80s, you had only nothing. Right. right. You know? <laughs> now, yeah. at least, Pixar's fantastic. DreamWorks has yeah. stepped up, cool, and they make yeah. movies that are just as good in, yeah. here and there. I agree. You know, so there's a lot of great stuff. I have a friend that uh, is at Pixar, and he just did... Uh, a really good friend, and he just did a, the you know the short they do before the movies. Mm. Those are always great. Yeah, yeah. he just mm-hmm. wrote and directed and and created the short uh, for the movie, and it's called uh, Lava. Oh, yeah. I was going to say and that's it's, the it's one two uh, volcanoes that fall in love, and he oh. wrote the music himself on a ukulele. What? I love that. Yeah, really cool. And I don't oh think there's God. any talking. I I think it's no, just music. I, I think they released the trailer for it like last week. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, like it was at like the El Capitan. Yeah, yeah. So What's his name? Jim Murphy. Jim Murphy, that's cool. Yeah, I'll yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah, I saw fantastic. where that was announced. We put that up on the site. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Grandpa Caius would be remiss if he didn't say, that sounds hot. 
Nice. Thanks. I like it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> two, lo- two volcanoes wow. have fallen low. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Lee, for showing up. You know, every now I'm and done. then, every now and then, be, be remiss. <laughs> Just feel. Oh, no. <laughs> I have clearly never been remiss, and I should no. probably try. Yeah. Yeah, no reason to go. start. <laughs> no reason. away in your car, remissless. <laughs> <laughs> Not a word. Let's see how it sits on you. You never know. <laughs> see how it sits. See how that hair falls on your, uh, your oh, Oscar night hair. You know, we covered uh, three movies earlier in the show. And yeah. uh, well, yes. we never got I remember to. remember that. Th- but this, this is a time of year when they just don't know what to do with movies, so they just put a ton of them out. So there are three we didn't even talk about coming out. Oh. Tusk, uh, The Skeleton Twins, and The Zero Theorem. Now, this is uh, Kevin Smith. Right. Directed Tusk. Uh, Skeleton Twins is Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. And Bill Hader. Yeah. It's supposed and to be great. And the Zero Theorem is combo. new from Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam, right. Mm-hmm. And these oh, are all wow. coming out to like yeah. modest fanfare at best. Really? Yeah. Zero Theorem looks interesting because a lot a lot of critics are saying that it's, it's the last best thing he's done uh, in quite some time. And it's already available on demand, like on yeah, it's getting That's always suspicious movies. when it happens. Makes yeah. me curious. Yeah. If they don't yeah. trust it. Like right? it's either really good or maybe it's like, Although I did, see, I did see the trip to Italy and that was on demand and that's oh. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Those, both those movies are phenomenal. The trip yeah. and the trip to Italy. You've got to see them. I Steve. like the trip. Let me write that down. Steve Coogan and Rob Wright. Karen's got her ever-growing list of yeah, stuff to see. you're going to need so. a new iPhone. But Tusk is strange, isn't it? I will get a six. Tusk seems too disturbing. I already don't want to see it. He's trying to turn... His friend into, or the scientist. Not even a friend. It's just trying to turn some guy he caught into a walrus. Yes. Which is, I guess, a play on the wow. centipede movies. No, actually, or, Adam, the, I think, oh. filled us in on this oh. when we talked about it during our writing meeting, where okay. this is based on a Craigslist ad, mm-hmm. I think in the UK, mm-hmm. that basically said, I'll give you a place to live. All you have to do is dress up as a walrus for like four or five hours a day. Whoa. And, ask, and, so then, and ask no questions. And, ask no <laughs> questions. <laughs> and so I think this is a spinoff of what would happen if you actually responded to that ad. No, this is Kevin Smith putting to his audience, do you want to see a movie oh. made of this or no? That's why go. the poster yeah. says, yeah. hashtag, uh, yes. Walrus, yes. Walrus, yes. Yes, Walrus. So nothing to do with Fleetwood Mac at all. No. Apparently, I think it comes in at the end of the movie. Actually, I'm not Really? I think there's some homage to it in the film. USC gets a royalty check. Enough people said, of which they don't need. Enough people said they want to see it, so he made it. Wow. wow. Is it people comedy messed or? Up. No. no, it looks dark. Oh, really? okay. Michael Parks being all creepy. Yeah. You know, wow. Justin Long getting caught in his creep That's web. That's it. Yeah, okay. Justin Long. Creep web. Parks. And I don't know how a movie with Kristen Wiig nowadays go, flies under the radar. But yeah. Right, you think that opened huge. Place. I don't Wasn't understand. Wasn't there one other one, too? Like yeah. Recently, some, yeah. Something like in the spring. Doesn't yeah. make sense. Because yeah. she's huge. We previewed that one, I think, Pat. The one where she goes home. Yeah. Right, she gets divorced or something, goes home. Yeah, but we can't remember the title. That's, and that's not good. Susan that's Sarandon, wasn't it? Somebody played her mother. Oh no, no, you're talking of I'm thinking of Tammy. Well, Tammy. Tammy. Okay, oh. but somebody <laughs> did play her mother. We, oh, in this movie. and on that yes. note, we were talking about Tammy because we, I feel did that Susan. It? Yeah, I did, and, and I think that it could have been a good movie. If I think they miscast Susan Sarandon because I don't think she is old and withered and unsexy enough to oh. play her mom. That's... And I think she did a good job, but she's just wonderful and hot and amazing. I, however, have changed my mind. I think the casting should have been Cloris Leachman. Oh. She would have been great because uh, yeah. she's still she's kind of virile fireball. enough and fireball enough right. to keep up with um, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. But you get that she's an older woman. Cloris right. has been playing old for yeah. years. Yeah. And she's yeah. great at it. So I think that's where <laughs> they should have gone. She's like the young Betty White. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was thinking Betty White, but she's too old. Yeah, exactly. Know, yeah, exactly. And she seems oh. randy enough that she would, you know, yes. drink and go down on somebody. I think she is. Well, yeah. Totally stealing. Yeah. The young right. Betty White. Wait, I want to. I, I also want to. Before we get off, what did you see this week? I want to call out uh, 
John here, who's Uh-oh, calm when out. he was our guest on the Let's show. Do it. When I was in that was seat, special call too, and he was in the guest. So you're moving Pat, up. You could be here. I know. I'm gonna <laughs> say, I don't know. This is what. This is my goal. <laughs> <laughs> playing cards right. Wait a minute. City goal. Find a button and yeah, then be right. in that seat. <laughs> Got it. That's right. <laughs> I can enclose things. Right. Seek that out, and then boom, you'll be in the <laughs> next Avengers crazy. movie. Have Matt suffer an unfortunate accident, and you could be in this. Which do you like better? Which seat's better? Oh, I don't know. I'll tell you what I'm done with this. I'm enjoying you though. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when John was here, we previewed <clears throat> I Frankenstein, oh, and, he, and on the show he said, "Oh, I'm going to go see that at midnight." Yeah, how was it? It was back in January. It was as terrible oh. as you could have possibly imagined. No. And I even got I a little know. altered, shall we say, before I went to see the movie, oh. and it was horrible because I thought it was going to be great, cheesy fun, mm-hmm. and it made absolutely no sense. No, and it took itself too seriously, and it was actually trying to promote a war between the vampires and the gargoyles and you're just like and but it just starts this is what you're and everything is narrated and handed to you mm-hmm. nothing is like nothing is experienced it's all like this is how long we've been suffering with this and blah 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 and I'm Frankenstein and and then he morphs from old Frankenstein I feel like I should modern. have popcorn when you do that I know <laughs> in a world I wonder what it was so good I was like I guess I'd, I'd rather watch this movie in a time in an era no but when he when he moves from like uh, old Frankenstein to modern day Frank. It's literally just a morph as oh, he's walking. Okay. And then all of a sudden he's got these two axes and he's killing all And it's so it's weird. Like, like Under Armour on or some yes. kind of ring. Have they just exhausted a lot of these uh, myth, mythological, yeah, these yeah. myths yeah. or whatever I mean, you want to call it? I think I always think it was like, you know, for We got another Dracula next month. It's like, do we? Yeah, untold. untold. It really has. Has something not been told? Yeah, right. <laughs> I find Apparently that hard to believe. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is, I don't know why I even brought this up, but this there was a movie my wife and I used to love because it's horribly bad, yes. but good bad. And it was the first Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Leprechaun. So Leprechaun. good bad. Jennifer I mean, Aniston's in that. Jennifer <gasps> Aniston's in it. Black and he's up, he's like chasing, you know, he's always chasing people through the movie because they took his gold. He's like, where's me gold? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's on the phone at one point. I think it's her or somebody else. And he's like, where's me gold? And a tongue, like a fake, to bad fake no, tongue, no. comes through the phone. It's like, ah. <laughs> and then they're, they're cha- he's chasing them. And he's a little person. And they're taller. So you would think that they perhaps might have a little bit of a... Twice as far. Right, you know, a faster gait. And as they're going... Um, Let's they realize study. he's gaining on them. And you know the lore with leprechauns is they have to clean shoes and, and shine them. Do you, you always uh, sh- no, I do not know I, the lore. <laughs> I got to say, Patrick said you put out your shoes and they get shine and you get like little pieces oh. of candy or, or chocolate. That's nice. So, um, Looney Tunes. Well, yeah. So I'm putting out so, my shoes so this year. I, so this, the scene I love is that he's chasing them through the woods and they're just like, ah, ah. And they start <laughs> taking off their shoes. And he's like... Yeah. Yeah. He's got to stop yeah. and He's got to stop and shine them, and he's still gaining on them at some point. Like, how, how, what is with this wood? So they, oh, like, is he on the thing at the oh. airport where you're faster? I like that they're keeping true to the uh, history of the the yeah. legend. They that's get on Dracula, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Basically. Well, that's being reboot. Then <laughs> there were six of those. Yeah, the Leprechaun yeah, in the Hood or something. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're just. Maybe they've run out. Jeez, Maybe. Not, make up your make up a new thing. No, I wish I'd seen I Leprechaun. I wish I'd right? seen that. That would have been a much better movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap up the show with Karen's right. birthdays. Karen's <laughs> weekly look at the birthdays of those hey, who make the movies. Karen. <laughs> 
week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to the lovely and talented Bill Murray. Hello. Yes, he turns 64, but can play anywhere from a recluse to the life of the party. Wait a minute. Didn't he just have a birthday last year, Karen? Yes, he did. <laughs> Most recently, he was the life of the party last Saturday. He celebrated his birthday with a surprise stop in at a South Carolina birthday party who was having a birthday with this chef that Bill Murray happens to know. So the chef said, you want to come over? They're having a birthday party. And so he, of course, did. And when he got there, he got the crowd dancing to a little tune called Turn Down for What? Paul, let's hear a little bit of that, shall we? Oh, sure. Turn down for what? And I watched the video. It's Bill Murray dancing with a bunch of 56-year-old women and sitting on them. And I got to tell you, he has a much better sport than I am because I would not like this song enough oh, to, really? oh, yeah, turn off a one, not my favorite. It's one of those you can, I would go for like, like 24, 25 seconds. Right, and I then kind of sit down. Hey, yeah. listen, kind of like, okay, listen, not touching. I wait for the bridge. Not touching. I'm it. done already. Wait, what second are we on? I was done too. There. <laughs> I couldn't even put the whole thing. You but you know, like happy, I'd be up like, oh, cause I'm yeah. happy. I'd be, okay. But Bill Murray stops in and he parties with people hard, yes. which is another reason I love the Bill Murray. Yeah. So I thought Happy to birthday. celebrate Bill Murray, we would have a game. And this Ooh. game, all of you are playing and I'm going to keep score. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you a Bill Murray quote. And then I want you to yell out what movie it is from. Mm. Now, you don't get to keep yelling out number, you know, number of <laughs> movies, like every movie he's been in. Just kind of yell out one, and then if you get it wrong, then shut the hell up. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you who the characters are that he's talking to, because I might give it away, so I'm going to do it generally. So the first one, this is a Bill Murray movie, and the bank guard says, what kind of clown are you? Quick oh, change. Quick change. Ah, all right. Uh, crying on the inside kind, I guess. Huh? There you go. Did you say yeah. That's a good all right. Movie. Pat's what the guest. What kind of clown are you? Pat's like the guest, so he oh, gets a point. Come on, no. All right. He I, was... I, we can go halves on that. Okay, I'll go. Okay. So hey, we'll I just do... heard a horn. What's the next line after that? Um, uh oh. Oh, crap. Um, oh. oh, I forget. Sometimes it. their noses are horns. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, because they're 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 trying to decipher the the, the audio tape, yeah. and he's like, hey, oh, "Wait, right. I heard a horn in the background." Sometimes their noses are horns. <laughs> wait, right. the, wait, sorry, who's okay. the who is the chief? Uh, now you got me. Like in every scene, he's yeah. just this. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, where is he? <laughs> well, then you get him. Like it was just every single shot of his. Like, <laughs> he just keeps like chugging thing of coffee, and he has to say his line. All right, you guys are doing very well. Everybody's doing great. All right, so uh, yeah, if you know what movie is from before I get done with the quote, feel free to. Yell oh, out. okay. We'll say that now to make it a little more fair. So, you're gonna totally get this one. I don't like it when people come up to me after my plays and say, I really dug your message, man. Or I really Tootsie. dug your... Yeah. Nice. Good job. Oh, my oh, God. Nice. Pat's a Bill Murray I mean, fan. You're playing, I love it. You're playing with house money, knowing the family. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. But they it's make, yeah, they make you watch the movies. The right. I'm even more focused. <laughs> Bill, right. Bill just walks around quoting himself. <laughs> that's right, yeah. And Joel and those guys do, too. They're like, we're just quoting our brother. It's annoying, but it's what happens. All right, Ready? Number three. I never liked a girl well enough to give her 12 sharp knives. What? Noise? No, good guess. No, no. It's more mid-80s later than stripes. Oh, Not ninety. Oh, oh, what's the edge thing? What's the edge? Scrooge. Oh, Rage is it. Yeah, Scrooge, you said it. I said it. Oh, Paul, did you say it? I'll put P-A-U-L. Otherwise, Pat will get all the points. Paul Preston. All right, number four. A woman says, okay, after dinner, don't put even old old cheap moves on me. It's different now. And he says, oh, no. I have all new cheap moves. Oh, no. 
Mm. I have all new cheap moves. I have all new cheap moves. Ghostbusters 2? Yes! Wow! I totally pulled that out because I knew it wasn't I know I know it wasn't GB1, as we like to call it. GB1, GB, the original. But it was clearly a GB line. Right? Yeah. So next. And they haven't made a three yet. No, So I deduced it was number two. Question number five. Can I have another one of these with some booze in it? Uh Groundhog's Day. Yes. That's a good one, right? It's Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. I know that's like you know. Oh, no, no, should Paul. I not it's like give Kaminsky a... Park? It is yeah. or Illinois. Soldiers Field. What is Groundhog Day? There you Boom. go. Wait, Number where did he say that? At the bar with Chris Elliott. He's like, yeah. can I get another one of these with booze, with booze in, it? in it this time? Oh, okay. Nice. And he's sitting there with uh, what's her nets? <laughs> what's her face? Uh, Annie McDonald. Annie McDonald. Annie McDonald. Yeah, she was good, man. She didn't ruin it. Okay. She did. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. I know. <laughs> there, I, know her, I know her grandmother watches the show. Uh oh, sorry. There are two types of people in this world: those who like Neil Diamond and those who don't. Ooh, My ex-wife oh. loves him. Uh, what about Bob? Yes, Paul, yes. you're on the board. Uh, that's movie. my second one on the board. Oh. Well, that's Another what I'm saying. Movie. You're on the board twice. That's such a great. Our dog is named after Dr. Leo Marvin. Oh, nice. Yeah, because oh, he's awesome. crazy. He is. Yeah. Like, don't hassle me. I'm local. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Number seven. And he's a big city fish, but he's loving it up here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, he's yeah. a big city fish, but he's loving, loving it up, up here. here. Uh, Faye, uh, for all we know, he could be a, the, 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 the mass murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Dreyfus. is gold. Number seven. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. Meatballs. No, but that's hysterical. Wow. You would pick that one. Fair guess. This one, I'll give you a hint. Rudy was fast. I'll let oh. you think for a second. Rudy the Rabbit. Gravy Rudy train Rabbit. with biscuit wheels. His hair is almost another ca- character. Because <laughs> nice. his hair is so amazing in that movie yeah. that it's another character. Wow, you are. Now you're rolling. Okay. All, all right. I'm up all, right, right. I'm up. all right. So it is uh, Paul three, Lee three, and Pat two. John, uh, can you hear? I'm can you hear what I'm saying? Can, can you hear the quotes? I'll turn up my mic. Okay, here's number eight. Okay, you'll totally get this. <laughs> There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Seriously, that's something is wrong with us. Yeah. No, wait, We're that's soldiers. Strikes. Ah, ha, ha. Right. Something yes. seriously wrong with us. us. All right. Stupid. <laughs> number nine. Now I don't know if any of you will get this. This is no. quite a challenge. Ooh. Sorry, I get a little bit insensitive, but I'm a hitman. Mad Dog and Glory. Mad Dog and Glory. No. No, no. He was a hitman. Um, limits of Control. No. Limits of Control. Wow. I didn't know that. Jim wait, Jarmusch. Wait, wait. Yeah. Before we answer, Mad Dog and Glory, was that with Uma Thurman? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. She uh, played a prostitute. He played a hitman, like a uh, mobby guy. She played Shivas uh, and Milk. That's Razor's when I, Edge? Razor's Edge. No, it's one that you would not think that he was a hitman type. Give it Can again? I have the line again, please? All right. Sorry, I, I get a little bit insensitive, but I'm a hitman. Mm. Oh, Flowers. you know what? The man who knew to little. Yes! Hitman, it just sort of happened to him. Ah, nice. that's good. Excellent deduction. Good. Excellent. So, Pat, and so it's one, two, <laughs> oh three. God. Do we need to read the scores? To one, three to four. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'd like to borrow I'm just saying that you guys are very close, and there's only two left, so you're kind of. You, you, you skipped how many John has. <laughs> oh, John, I'm sorry. Let's try to get John in. Is there, John. Is there a final Jeopardy? <laughs> no, matter what happens, no matter what happens, you get the first guess. Yeah, yeah, all right. Okay. All right, here we'll we go. We'll lay back. <laughs> We're going to need champagne for 250 people. <laughs> and send the stuff that you send to me. Don't send the stuff that I send to other people. And this movie has been mentioned already once. Oh, I know. And uh, the guy from Moving Violations. Limits of Control. No, <laughs> not Limits yeah, of Control. Uh, and He plays a very rich person in this. And uh, I, he doesn't like Christmas. Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge. Ah, oh. John got it. John got Yay. It. He's like, Scrooge. And lastly, okay, so this is going to. I like to, the chicks line. 
<laughs> Which one? Don't use that stuff. Don't work with the chicks. Oh, God, you're so funny. <laughs> all right, lastly, I think people place too much emphasis on their careers. I wish we could all live in the mountains at a high altitude. Razor's Edge. What? Nope. <laughs> it's um, Damn fine guess. <laughs> I can't answer because oh, I saw uh, it. It's the Groundhog Day. Yes. Is it? How do you know nice. this? Groundhog Day. All right, yeah. that. Oh, movies one, got reused. Two, I wasn't aware. Three, yeah. Four. One, two, three, four. I would have loved five. the Razor, Razor's Edge, even though I've never seen Paul it. Paul won by one point. Oh. Hey. Paul Preston. Paul Preston. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, we all know that Bill Murray's are very elusive and hard to find, but he's got a ton of projects coming up. He's going to be in St. Vincent, which opens October 20th. It looks amazing. Yeah. Really, yeah. Looks really great. Really funny. Melissa McCarthy looks great. And I heard it got crazy reviews. Good. Like in Toronto, they said it was people were going nuts yeah. at how well it is. Okay, I would love to see an Oscar nomination for Me him. too. Yeah. I'm I glad I to hear this, it. I think I heard read the story about the director uh-huh. doing the whole 800 number yep. thing and getting him and he's he for two months he called the number and left yeah. the message, left the message and finally Bill calls back and says and, and just says, can you meet me at LAX in two hours? Yeah. And the guy's like Runs out to LAX, gets in a limo with Bill, mm-hmm. drives out to fucking Calabasas somewhere. Wow. The whole time, a, Bill's like... A golf course. Golf course. Yeah. And Bill's like, tell me everything about the movie. They get to the golf course, and Bill's like, all right, good. Now the guy's trapped in freaking Calabasas. I think I think <laughs> the car brought him. Okay. Right. The story but, uh, ended there. And that's a great well, problem. I would yeah. love yeah. to be trapped in a car with Bill Murray. I gotta be honest with you, Karen. It yes. sounded, felt a little dickish, like... You'll oh. just follow me wherever I go. Oh, and I'm gonna, it's Bill Murray. If you yeah. want Uber, you know, you can Uber back. <laughs> you can't take an Uber back. He let just him call. Well. I'm sure his agent would have picked him up. Right. Or she would have picked him up. I'm sure he could have flown home after Bill Murray said he was going <laughs> to yeah, do his right, movies. Exactly. Like, I'm flying now. I need your collateral. I'm fine. The Jungle Book, he'll be doing that. The voice of Baloo. He's right. in uh, the, the Scat Bureau. The Bear, if you will. Mm. Ooh. Right. Do you think he'll what? sing? Baloo the Scat Bear. Do you think he'll scat? scat? I don't know if he sings. But hasn't that oh, word come yes, to does. mean something else now? Scat? Yeah. Mm, are you saying that was a crazy no, person? No, dirty. What do you think? Not that I'm aware of. Moving on. Scat was oh. a term for like jazz or blues, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. and you make up lyrics <laughs> and it's kind of like gibberish. Yeah. Uh, he's also going to be in a ghost movie, but it's called The Bureau of Otherworldly Operations, where he's playing a voice of some character. And he's in an untitled Cameron Crow project that's coming up. And he's in Rock the Casbah, which looks... Wow. Awesome. It's about a washed up music producer who finds one last shot at redemption with a golden voiced girl in Afghanistan of all places. Wow. So that's kind of amazing. I think that'll be fun. And there are other celebrities that had birthdays this week, but because it's a Bill Murray week, these celebrities will never get to be on my birthday segment. So I just wanted to mention them. <laughs> Happy birthday to Jason Sudeikis, Janet Pickett Smith, Jeremy Irons, Gary Cole, Stephen King, Luke Wilson, Jared Bruckheimer, and Bowser. Wow. So happy birthday to all of you. I and know one of those people. Bowser? No, I know Jason Sudeikis. Oh, nice! He's a great guy. Very He's funny. George Wine's nephew. It's all about George yes, Wine's. It is today. Yeah, and, uh, six degrees. Yeah, Pete Gardner was here last week. He told a story oh, nice. about, about mm-hmm. Jason. Pete's, Pete's great. A, Pete's yeah. a great guy. Uh, and, and yeah, Jason's fantastic. So good for him. Did you say Boo Woo was coming out? Bowser. Bowser. No, the Bureau of Otherworldly oh, Options. It's Boo-woo. a Boo Woo. No, it's Boo-woo. Boo. B O O. Bureau of Otherworldly. That's one word. Oh, okay. They previewed that at Comic Con, and I was there by myself. And if Bill Murray walked out on that stage and Karen wasn't there, she would have killed me. So thank God they just talked. Hey, this is coming out. Let's get on to our next movie. All right, All right. Lee, you know how much I love when celebrities sing. People ask me, hey, what can you tell me about Karen? Yes. I say, she loves when celebrities Celeb sing. singing. Yes, I love when celebrities sing, especially Bill Murray singing. So I dug deep into his first appearance on Letterman when he came out and he sang a little Let's Get Physical by Miss Olivia Newton-John. And he barely could sing it because he was all out of breath. But it's... 
Because he's jumping around like an idiot. You're making with conversation. the all-time great Letterman yeah. guests. Yeah. But that was from SNL when he was Nick and then wherever he was. Yeah. yeah. Like in a ski lodge, he was Nick Powders. Yeah. And on the train, he was Nick Rails. <laughs> it was such a great gag. Nick the lounge singer? Yeah. 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 Nick and then wherever he was, and he would sing. <laughs> I mean, it's Star Wars thing. Come on. Well, hey, that yeah. wraps another showcast, everybody. Follow us on Twitter at The Movie Guys, Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, thanks to Pat Finn. Yay! What do you got to plug? Anything? The way to follow you? Social media? Um, website? Uh, yeah, uh, 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 at that Pat Finn is Twitter, and uh, I'm uh, on The Middle. I just shot the first episode of The Middle. Uh, last week, and I'm going back for two more. Nice. At, at, that I know of so far. So hopefully I'll do. So a you bunch know more Neil, right? So you just go hang out with your friends. Yeah, it's kind of funny because That's Neil cool. and I are friends in real life. Yeah. And then I'm a friend of the show, and Patricia Heaton, who's great, and all everybody in the show is incredible. But it's funny because the first time we shot together, it's weird to play buddies that know each other really well and then have words to say that you wouldn't normally say. Mm. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, hey, let's go down to the quarry or whatever it was. <laughs> and it was a really odd. Like give and take, and we finally come into our groove, and, and he's a great actor and great guy. So um, you just find uh, yourself going into bits. Wait a minute, a minute. No, you do kind of, or <laughs> cut, yeah, cut, going off in your own thing. Like what? <laughs> uh, but no, it's great. So uh, we just did the first episode, which is really fun, um, and I play his buddy on the show. So that's cool. Hopefully, I'll do a bunch more. Cool. And thanks also to Steve Scholes for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can find everything we're at, we're up to at. TheMovieGuys.net. We'll be back next week with more man movies featuring cool. men, uh, including The Equalizer. So we will see you then. Happy birthday, Bill Murray. Thanks, guys. <laughs>